0: Welcome back to the Chan Man Show
1: And now, introducing your host the one and only Chandler later.
2: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Chan Man Show, sponsored by your very own and produced by your very own 301 Productions. Today I have two lovely guests with me here. Uh, the main one, of course, being our uh, guest of the night, our honorary guest of the night, Seth Jones. Go ahead and introduce yourself and What's tell up, us a little bit about
0: you. I'm Seth Jones. I am also a local man. I guess we're all local men. Are we all lo- like from this area?
2: Yep, from Forney.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not from here. I guess I already messed up. But um, I'm a local musician. We'll just say that. and uh I'm, I'm widely known as a country singer, but I've, I've done punk music. I've done rock, all other forms of rock music. Thank you, sir. And, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of shit about me I'm sure we'll cover.
2: Hell, yeah. I'm also joined by our very own uh, Ethan. He's going to be helping kind of give some structure to the podcast here. Go ahead and say something. Jamie. His Jamie. <laughs> He's the, the Jamie to my Rogan. He's, uh, what do they say, the, the Franco to my Rogan What's it, this, you Seth know, Seth Rogen and James Franco.
0: Yeah, sorry, I zoned out. I the weenie to your bun or the bun to your weenie.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
2: So tell me a little bit more about yourself. You said you, uh, you're
0: local, so you said you're out of where now? I am... I'm living in Crandall. Crandall,
3: okay.
0: okay. Living in Crandall. <clears throat> but I'm from the Tyler area. Nice, nice, okay. Uh, <clears throat> specifically... The, the test I give people when they when they ask where I'm from, I say, do you know where Tyler is? Most people say yes. Right. I say, do you know where Henderson is? Some people say yes. Right. And I say, do you know where Price is? And, like, no one knows unless they were from the area. Right. But Price is about five minutes outside of Henderson, and uh, it's, it's not even a town. We call <laughs> it a camp. It's camp. a <laughs> camp called Price, and there's a community. That's what that's called Concord. Okay. The Camp of Price, the community of Concord, and a few little nothing towns like Turner Town, uh, they, in the outskirts of Henderson, they converged to go to Carlisle High School, which is where I went. And it's so small that I went to school in the same acreage plot of land. You know, I went to kindergarten there, and then when I got into junior high, I just moved to the next building. And I went to junior high, then I moved wow. to the next building in high school. So, wow. Yeah, and I lived like... I don't know. Two miles, three miles from the school. How big was your graduating class? Twenty-four people. Whoa. Yeah, people, because people have always Man. told me like I went to a tiny school. I only graduated with three hundred people. I'm that's like, what? what ours was, honestly. <laughs> like that. I didn't. Like I didn't know. It's so weird when, you know, when you grow up in a small town, and that's all you know. You have, you th- you assume it's normal, right? Like you think that's just how it is, but. Then you get out and you start hearing about other people's lives, and now you're thinking, "Damn, my life! I'm the weird one, I guess. I got the weird life, but so, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy about it. Like I wouldn't trade it in for anything.
2: Good man. I've never had that privilege to live out, you know, nowhere. Not nowhere, but you know, like <laughs> out away from somewhere. for like the boondocks. local, the Boondocks. Yeah. yeah. I have a. Uh, I've only lived in, '40 I want to say, until about '05, or from uh, '05 till now, because I moved here from California, but was raised in Mesquite, so. Long move, long story, but moved here, moved there, now I'm here again. Um, so how long have you been in Crandall?
0: Mm, I suck at knowing how long I've been doing stuff. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, I'll wear that around. Um, I guess I actually moved, and I'm just going to be real raw and honest here, okay? it makes it a good podcast. It's good. We moved from East Texas to Forney. Our thought process was, Hey, we can be stay out of the shitty city of Dallas,
4: right?
0: Be in a smaller town and still work in Dallas and have the Mm -hmm. advantages of these jobs and money. And Fortney turned out to be like the worst town I've ever been in in my entire life. Like it was so terrible. Fire (laughs) Nation. The crime was bad. There's a smell everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, The people were rude. They don't tell uh, you
2: about that. This town fucking stinks. No. Cardboard
0: well, yeah, pipe, it smells terrible. Uh, there's like no, you just drop service randomly when you're driving around. Yeah. There's a train in the middle of the town that everything is built around. Yep. If they build a new business, it's going to be by the train tracks. I can almost yep. guarantee you that. And the train goes every 10 minutes. The infrastructure is terrible. Uh, if you want to go to this building, you have to drive around the entire city. To get back to the <laughs> building you were just beside you know it's just it's it's a poorly designed town it really is uh and i'll uh i'll try to save face here by saying uh, like i actually like like i've met a lot of cool people like friends from 40. you mm-hmm. know like i i'll just call you all people from 40. you know even if right. you're outside of 40. but there's cool people in the area it's just like, man, I don't know if the people that ran, run it suck or if it was built shitty. I'll, there's something wrong with it. A combination
2: <laughs> of the two. I've
0: worked because sure. I used to work for the electric company, and we stayed in hotels all around Texas. So I've worked in lots of different places, and, like, Forney is particularly shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So and we lived here for a couple of years. Like, every year there's a murder in our neighborhood. Oh, damn. We're not used to that. Usually people blow themselves up with meth. Bombs, like where we're from. That has happened. But I'm sure that's happened here too, yes.
2: It really put me, like, so We uh, Zach played a gig a little while back ago out in Cedar Creek. After you, you're on 20 for, like, maybe 20 minutes. After that, like, you lose this out here, and all of a sudden you're, like, in hit country. Yeah, It's very, trees. Yeah, like, people have, like, 30 cars out in their lot and stuff. I'm not used to that. It was really eye-opening for me. Is, is it where you're from a little bit more established than that? No, man,
0: I'm, I'm from the woods. The woods. Like, <clears throat> like seriously, my <clears throat> the house we grew up in, like, my grandpa owns a bunch of land, and we live in that land. I wouldn't call it a compound. You know those families that have a compound? Right. It's like, our cousin's in that trailer. Our uncle's in that trailer. That's <laughs> our trailer. It's not like that. It's like, literally, in the woods, down a, a county road, that's a dead end. that's It's wow. a, uh, a D, you know, a D for dead end. Right. Um, And... We lived at the very end of it. It was just a house, kind of on a hill, and then like a big opening, like a field, and then just trees. All we could see is trees. Wow! And then you'd go through a little alcove on a dirt road. You would pass a pond, and then there's my grandpa's house. And then there's some rent houses my grandpa rented out, like little, you know, like slumlord rent houses. They weren't they weren't terrible, but like they're you know it's just like 400 bucks a month. (laughs) Here you go. We'll fix all the leaks. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, like it's, that rent. It, i have no problem i would have no problem living with those houses um but yeah it was just woods man woods and dirt road and pond it's all the shit that lot of country singers out there act like they're from yeah they really <laughs> <are>. <laughs> and here's another thing while i'm on that subject those country singers that sing about that kind of stuff like maybe like i did plenty of country stuff okay like mm-hmm. we did stick races we'd go out hunting for hogs with sticks which is dumb as shit but we didn't know any better <laughs> like we did all we did all sorts Where well, i was outside all the time but i also played a lot of computer games like nice. i was i was like you know I was a, bit a, of a gamer the generation i'm from that we were on the computer so i don't nice. really believe these people my aides are like, like you still we play we games now horses
2: all the time i'm a little bit of a gamer myself oh yeah i, I play
0: I, well i play i play easy video games when i say easy i mean like easy to jump on and play it and then jump off like uh, that Hearthstone game. Oh yeah, it's real easy. Like it's a card game. Yeah. You pop on, you play a little bit, and you, and you and like even if you leave early, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you're you're. It's not like a multiplayer game where everyone's like you left and our team's screwed now. No, it's just <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: so you probably haven't played the new like Warzone on Call of Duty, have you?
0: No, I p- used to play Call of Duty when I was younger. I never got very good. Like my KD, was it KD ratio? Yeah. It was like the uh, best one I ever had was like. 28 and 1 Which Like That's that was A one time deal Like I, It was that It was that level With that The house and the man, the Mansion on the hill Yeah yeah And like And I was I was so shitty Like I would I'm the guy that would have Double shotgun Just sitting there Like a spider oh, That's someone awesome Someone come around And <laughs> like Bam a, there's a kill <laughs> little trapdoor spider Oh yeah People <laughs> like hated it. At the beginning I'd just throw the frag And hope I got a kill And sometimes I would <laughs> Oh heck yeah so, so I'm not a great. Now I did play a, a Overwatch. Oh yeah, I that's played Overwatch, one. and that's more my style because it's get more imaginative. Like you can fly, mm. and there's a gorilla with a Tesla cannon, and like that's <laughs> that's more my stuff than like just military regular dude. Like I I can get a gun and go out and be a regular dude. You there's know? a gorilla, I, with, I can't be a gorilla, gorilla with a Tesla Jamie, cannon. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah, gorilla pull that has a cannon. Pull, pull up that gorilla. shot Is he dick ripping
1: off. someone's dick off? Yeah. <laughs> Is that DMT, <laughs> bro? So that's cool. Yeah, you ever tried DMT? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: always so, back to that.
2: That's awesome. To, nice, it's nice to know where you're from. A big thing I always preach on this podcast is staying local. Like, as much as this town does kind of suck, there is talent in this town, I feel like. For, for damn sure. Just meeting him when I did, this guy can rip that drum set apart. He can rip you a new one. He Early, he damn near, damn near made me deaf in my right ear, which is like the last <laughs> good one I got left. and. Uh, we're over here jamming for a little bit and I've also had, you know, other friends out in the Denton area, but there's, you know, all these other people, they're just very musically talented. I'm coming to know, and I feel like it's really important to support your local scene. It's very, very important because, you know, some people
0: might be extremely talented and they'll never see the light of day. A lot of people. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm an introvert. I'm not going to go seek people out very often. I'm not going to go. I got to go. I know people that are big time extroverts, and they're like, "I got to go out. I got to go to the bar." Like that's right. not me. I'm fine being in my damn house all the time. That's and, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm very social. I'm very capable of being social. Mm-hmm. But I find being alone. I'm, that's my preference. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I, my tolerance for people that are just idiots is pretty low. Yeah. And there's lots of those nowadays. You know. Plenty. So my point is, I. I'm not one to go seek and meet these people, like find these great artists and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I met Colton Mathis pretty quick. Show you know that. Colton? Yeah. I'm, I met Colton pretty quick when I moved here because I was looking for a band, you mm-hmm. know, a story about F and life. Okay. Um And he hey, contacted me. You know a bassist? Me. Every bassist is a lead guitar player. <laughs> You're not going to find one that agrees to play bass. You just called me out. That's my, that's
2: my bass right there. <laughs> I play
0: bass, but uh, you got a lead player? you know. But anyway, I met Colton. We became good friends pretty quick. And through Colton, that's, that's how I met Chris Cunningham, Zach Welch, uh, Cody Daniel. There's probably okay. a couple more I'm forgetting. But, like, he's like a – Colton's like a talent magnet. Right. I mean, like, he – you talk about the awesome local talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, all those people I just named, like they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Like they're they're underrated and unknown. And <clears throat> like the one thing that like I think they're more talent. they're way more talented than me as far as like guitar playing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like as musicians. Right. And uh, like the one thing I'm trying to offer them when I can is like telling them the stuff that I wish I'd have done, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not like an old man. I'm 34, but, but I feel like I've learned a lot, you know, and uh, like I tell Colton, like, dude, just get something out there. Get your, you're so good. Just get something out there so you can direct them to it. Right. And I'm just trying to get people to do these little things where I'm thinking, take this first step and then do whatever you're doing now, which is usually not much. Like I'm writing songs and thinking about doing this. We'll just get the out get the get a single out. Yeah, we like just get absolutely. a little splash page. Exactly. Like Zach releasing the what's it called two hundred fifty four days. days. Some, it was num- some sort of number, but yeah, that was big. Yeah, Zach was tearing it up, playing live shows and stuff. But only people that really benefit from that are the couple people that show up. But you put your you put that album out. And now it's, it's synergetic, you know, like people listen to it and they want to show up. People show up and they want to listen to it. Like it's synergetic. It's somewhere to lead them to. You know, before the album, he's like, here's a, a YouTube video. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right. but now he's like. From 301 production." That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about <laughs>
1: earlier. I was like, you know, we've been putting stuff out forever on YouTube. And then as soon as you put it out through, like, something official, like Spotify and iTunes. That's it. It seems like more of a big deal. It's like, but, you know, we've had these recordings on there for, like, yeah. but however here's long thing. now.
0: Here's why that is. Like, everyone puts something out on YouTube. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was it's a little really peckerhead, 23-year-old. I had little songs out on YouTube. I'm like, check this out. Well, it's not special because yeah. everyone has it. It doesn't exactly. matter how good the song is. Mm-hmm. But now it's like. Here's my Spotify page with my picture on it and with some information on it. And, you know, just like the pros, just like exactly. two, tr- turnpike troubadours have the same thing I have, you know, and mm-hmm. and you don't. You know, so it's just it's just different and people need to get that established. And then if you want to, you can take two years to release a full album, whatever, yep. but get something started. That's why I'm very glad y'all did that. And
1: oh, yeah. I was <laughs> so proud of him. I was and pushing you know, for it, man.
2: It's they, awesome. They've too. been
0: working hard on
2: it for a long time. Like two hundred and fifty four days what the name of the, is that actually how long it took? Well that's uh, that, how though. long his marriage lasted. Oh, I'll never <laughs> <did>. <laughs> don't talk about that.
1: We'll let we'll let Zach tell that story. Well, know, is Zach gonna come on at some point? You know, absolutely. I don't see yeah. why not. I figured, you know, we'd talk for a little bit and then uh if you're comfortable we got more than one guitar here and you know, play a couple songs. Yeah.
0: Well I was just thinking of a time to bring it up, but we kinda already brought it up. Um, like that album he did is awesome. Mm-hmm. First of it all, really for the the most important part, the songs are good. That's the Very most awesome. important part. But I'm a big album guy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care so much about singles. Same dude. Everybody's like, put out a single. Fuck. Like that, I man. want an album, and I and I might do a single or something, but it'll it'll be part of the album. We'll just be the the song first, so you can focus on it. Now here's the album. But I don't even like that. But I might still do it. But anyway. I like albums because um, that album's a good example because it it works together. It does. He's got the intro, he's got the songs, they tell a story, they tell talk about his life, He's got the outro. what? I don't know how to word it, but he basically it's y'all did it perfectly. Like it seems like one piece of work, right? Thank
1: you, because I was so worried about that when I was playing. I was like, "Man, so they don't all sound the same." And he's like, "Well, no, of course not, Ethan. They're not all going to sound the fucking same because we recorded with three different fucking mics in three different fucking places." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "I'm really hard on myself, yeah, sometimes." But uh,
2: he's really good at what he does. He's taught me how to do almost everything since I started. I initially I met him. We we went to high school together, me and Ethan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Zach and I didn't know Travis. But anyways, we started, you know, kind of communicate here and there. And he was like, hey, I want to have my buddy Zach on. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll meet him listen to a little bit of stuff. And I was like, oh, man, the guy's already talented. Mm -hmm. Come here and we party way too hard. And then the the podcast is like a shit show. But it's one of my (laughs) favorite, favorite ones I ever did. I like ended up puking it over
0: there in that trash can. Dude, shit show podcasts are great.
1: It was so fun. What did I even say in that trash can? You're like, are you okay? I was singing the lyrics to... uh by that band cake, and he's going the distance. He's going for <laughs> speed. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like, he was like, bop, 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 and the
4: trash <laughs> Oh, no, that's talent, right there. That's <laughs> yeah. dedication.
1: He's like, what did I do last I night? I was really like, do. dude, you have no idea. It was great.
2: <laughs> this, uh, we jerry-rigged this little lamp right here to have a mic on it. We duct taped the crap wow, out of it. Wow, And then uh, at out. one point, you can hear how shit show it goes. <laughs> I knock it over, and they're like, "You just broke the lamp." And I'm just like, you know, continually ramble. Like five minutes later, I'm like, "Why is there glass? What? (laughs)
0: What the fuck?" (laughs) Well, that was my podcast too. Like we'd just be drinking a constant a constant flow of Modelo and beer salt, and just ten of them. We'd be dropping shit; someone would fall down. Uh, It was wild, but those are those are fun. Um, But back to Zach. Yes, Zach. I like to. I gave... I was thinking about this the other night. I gave me, Zach, and Colton superpowers, like for a superhero group. <laughs> I assigned <Yes>. the superpowers. <laughs> and not that we're I not like all this. good at each of these things, okay? So let me preface it like that. I love where this is going. Me too. We're all, we're all, good, <laughs> so at, we're all good at all sorts of stuff, so don't, don't think too hard about this. But <laughs> if there's like one feature... You know, like, uh, like Superman and Hulk, they're both strong, right? Right. Well, but yeah. like, they have different features, like... Hulk, it's particularly strength and rage and ripping stuff apart. And Superman mm-hmm. can also—he's also got speed. Anyway, that was a bad example. But here's <laughs> when we get to it. I think I—I f- I think my superpower is writing. Once again, Absolutely. fucking Once yeah. again, all great writers, but that's like my my main thing. Colton, guess the yeah. <laughs> Take a guess. Hell, yeah. guitarist. Uh, the f- effing guitar. Yes, that dude is. Probably one of the best guitar players on the planet. Uh, I really wish people knew more. People knew that, but hopefully at some point. Uh, and then Zach, I, I was thinking about it. And I think it's performing. He
2: is like, very good with people. Yeah, he's he's, he's like one of his shows afterwards. He talks to everybody. We have to get on to him because of it. Yeah, he well, connects with everyone.
0: It's his. Uh, he's got. He's just got a. Uh, he's really unique. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's so likable. Yeah, he's likable. He's unique. Uh, like I i'm good at it too but i'm kind of i make like dad jokes and <laughs> like uh you know i'm real i'm real business like like oh yeah cool but zach seems more genuine and loose you know yes uh 100%. i don't know i just think it's it it's a good time with him on stage you know what i mean so yeah that's the the superhero son zach was performing i think he's a, he'd be a great lead man for a for a band
1: it's a hell oh. of a trio
0: yeah yes yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's, <laughs> start, let's start the band with Colton's Licks and <laughs> Zach Welch's presence. To be continued. All All curious
1: eyes. You know I'm always down. Always.
2: I'm, I'm really glad that I met Zach when I did because, you know, just to brush shoulders with someone like that, and then for him to be where he is now, he just released his first album. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's released stuff here and there on his YouTube, but just like last night was such a magical, like, pure moment. Like, there were, hugs, there were hugs everywhere. Everyone was, like, borderline, like, tear in the eye. So much humble, like, messages being sent back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was awesome
0: to see the support for this guy. It's big, too, because um, not just what we already talked about, like, from a business standpoint, you know, career standpoint. But, like, um, there, I can only think of one example, but I'm sure there's lots of them. Uh, the one in my head is Reed Southall. He Great. put out that six string sorrow, just an acoustic record, mm-hmm. and people dug into that. Just kept digging into it. Uh, I don't know the history of it. Maybe it was irrelevant for two years. I don't know. But uh, my point is, it was big because it led to him being a, one of the the bigger acts in Texas and Oklahoma. Right. You know, in the region, and uh, like uh, it could be Zach Welch's, like people because that's it's that that's that type of album. It's got a feel to it. Like I right. said, it's all it's a one work. You can tell it's all one. It literally has an intro and an outro, you know. It's not even hidden. It's like, here's, it says intro, and it says outro. Like, it's all one work. And uh, it's just a unique experience, and I think y'all did a really good job on it. Y'all did it the right way, and I think that's a really good jumping-off point. And I don't see, I don't know if this is an insult or what, but I don't see Zach changing his sound a lot. Y- like, y- that's y- how it's his personality fucking gets exactly. drunk and, you know, like yeah. his personality is to get drunk and be sorrowful and fun and, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think that's the perfect Here I Am, Yes album.
1: I, I mean, the way I see it, the Ramones had the same sound their whole, like, whenever Joey was there. Yeah. yeah And they were huge. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Troubadours didn't change their sound either. Exactly. exactly. So if he does change his, sh- his sound. You know, whatever. But if he doesn't, I think he'll be fine.
0: He's I great. think it'd be great. Yeah. I mean, that's. But that's kind of my point, though, is that if he doesn't change his sound, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that that first album, uh, I think that his eighth album is going to sound more like that first album than it's going to sound like George Strait or anything else. You know, yeah. and, and that's, I think people's fans are going to love that.
1: He's he's got his own sound, you know. Yes. And that's a big deal. With music now is because there's so with rap, rock, country, no matter what it is, you're gonna run into a lot of people that sound
0: exactly the same. <laughs> oh that's yeah. 100%, yeah, they're all trying to make money. Yeah, yeah. Zach's just being himself. And <laughs> um, another thing, I people think people I say. explained it like this on Twitter. Um, it he really does sound like he got off a time machine from the Willie and Waylon era and right. got dropped off at a drive-by truckers concert that's,
4: that's really awful. how his
0: sound is that's all he listens yeah to, man. and it's and it, it's reflective and it's it's that's a good thing because no one's really doing that sound right like when i heard zach play i think the first time i heard him play live or at least the first time i paid attention was at the mathis county store that that show that we we're all at yeah where we met and uh when i heard him i was like i was like man this this, uh, the little Texas scene, like, it needs this bad. Because most of the music is just sounding like shitty rock. I'm yeah. not going to call out people, but it's just sounding like shitty rock. Like, in, uninventive riffs, and the lyrics are, they suck, man. We can all just give each other a nudge. Yeah, all the lyrics just suck. And, like, Zach, it's good, it's like good classic guitar with that, that gravelly sound to it. Like, the Outlaw Country of the 70s, you know? Right. And his lyrics are actually thoughtful and emotional. It's it's missing that. So when I heard him play that night, I was thinking, man, I I hope he keeps going because mm-hmm. it's it's prime for that. Exactly. Uh, people are craving that, whether they know it or not. Yeah. So
2: that's one of the things I wanted to touch on. Touch on is uh, your first show, your last show, and maybe some of your influences, because Zach does have know that those kind of country roots but we'll ask them every single time we're out primus <laughs> anarchy in the uk <laughs> <laughs> every single time so let's start with some of your your influences and we'll just kind of lead into your first show and then maybe what you played last before the whole you know COVID thing happened. yeah uh
0: <clears throat> my my influences are all over the board i mean i think i think most people are like that like they change the stuff they listen to like i'm sure I'm I'm assuming all three of us had phases where we listened to rap. what was that? I don't know. Oh we listened God. to y'all bleep the word rap. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about that here. <laughs> where we we've had phases where we listened to rap, uh, reggae. Yep, absolutely. I mean, all, you know, rock, metal,
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, hardcore, country, like you know, old school country. I mean, only thing I've never really just been really into is just straight-up Top 40 pop radio. But, of course, I've heard it. Everyone hears it, whether they like it or not. But I'm the same way. I've listened to all sorts of stuff. I I will tell you the the ones that I got, like, obsessed with, because you don't get Mm -hmm. obsessed with everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, In high school, I was obsessed with Sublime. Hell, yeah. I love Sublime, and it's kind of for the same reason, because I liked rap. I liked rock. I liked reggae. I mm. liked punk. I liked country. I
2: liked like all those. And,
0: and Sublime just did whatever they felt like doing. And God they, yeah. they bless them. They that literally, band. yeah, God bless them. They literally hit it all up. And uh, <clears throat> so I was really into Sublime like pretty much all through high school.
2: Both of us too.
0: I loved it, dude. You got to take
2: a look at the back of his laptop if I can't move it around too much. Big ol' ass Sublime Oh, yeah, Sublime there's the sun. sticker. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I there's got a big a sticker on sign. a. I've got a stop sign that's pinned up on my wall, that <coughs> may or may not have disappeared illegally overnight. Um, <coughs> but there is <laughs> all bent up. No one could read it anyways. So uh, that's on my wall now. There's a big sublime sticker with all my big influences. For me, when I played bass, Tool was a big thing. A lot of punk roots. My brother was in a punk band in California back when that scene was real big. I love punk the, and ska, dude. It's fun to play. Ska's hard, hard for me to play, but punk is just like, just going and on the bass is so fun. Oh, man. yeah.
0: I oh. tried to do a little bit of that earlier. It was, well, my hand uh, still hurts. <laughs> but Sublime, and I get really into the, the bands that, it's not just the music, it's like the band. Because mm-hmm. if I really like a band and I find out they're like legit assholes, I'll start phasing them out yeah <laughs> so I don't want to support well, I want to support an asshole if I don't have to I'll find yeah. someone that's worth it. you know there's plenty of music mm-hmm. anyway uh, so I really get into like who they are. I watch I bought the truths, lies and exaggerations oh there. my God I wow. watch that over and over. Like I really like to get into it because I feel like that helps you know more about the songs mm-hmm. like what they were probably doing when they wrote it right. what they were like when they performed it. Uh, so I got really into them. Um, what's also, influenced
2: you uh, Sorry to cut you off But what's influenced Your your writing the most uh, with, Roots wise
0: Not sublime <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to write Songs Based on that And they were, they were shit It was like all about Getting high and drunk And like it Going to the Had zero shop. substance So uh, love, to s- love
1: to see some
2: of that What's the pawn shop With the 40
0: <laughs> Right But uh, but a lot of, I'd say a lot of my, my favorite songs to write, are probably spite and anger, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. That was a band I got into in my mid twenties called Bayside. Bayside. They are, very underrated. I think. They're, they they're punk. They got some emo to them. They got some just metal to them. Nice. I think they're uh, like they're. New York or New Jersey-based.
3: Okay.
0: And um, they've got the best spite songs. Like, there's a song called, and this is a very emo title. Here we go. They're not horses, they're unicorns. <laughs> That's the song name. I love that. That's but beautiful. The, the song starts out, the The riff is just, you know, real heavy and slow. <laughs> and then it's... They let it ring and it goes, uh, You're pulling out your teeth, and I'm the Nova you pump in your cheek. And I'm like, Shit. Yes. <laughs> and Hell yeah. Like, their lyrics are like that. And uh, my temple's been invaded, and there's nobody guarding it. Like, they, their lyrics are just so like, heavy. Yeah. And unlike metal, they're not screaming them. Like, I don't like metal. I like it, but I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and that's big for me. I want to know what they're saying.
2: You're more like in the 90s, like 80s hair metal going to, like, or even further back, like, Aussie and, like, all that early or just not not, not modern-day metal anymore. The stuff was kind of like. Yeah, I'm talking the about, like. but uh, like people call screamo. Like,
0: like, I don't know what they're saying. So, I like the music. I like, you know, it's good pre-workout music and stuff like yes. that. Uh, driving fast, but <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and listen to it over and over again if I don't know what they're saying. Hey, can you turn my headphones down a bit? I'm hearing myself. Yeah, you get a little bit of echo. Check, check. Check one. That's, that's perfect. That's better. Um, but um, Bayside, I got obsessed with them. That really influenced my writing a lot. But at that time, I was writing <clears throat> weird alt-rock punk type stuff. And it was almost all vaguely about killing myself. <laughs> it's nice. Like, it's like, damn, why don't I that's all I write about. <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, people aren't really into that. No way. <laughs> no, no way. They y- don't, don't want to hear about you wanting to kill yourself. But um, then I started writing. Oh, I got really into the old 97s. Oh, nice. That's probably my favorite band of all time. I love the old 97s, and uh, they really influenced my writing a lot. But I had to dial back that influence a little bit. That's you. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's me.
0: Damn, lots of face tats, though. Yeah, it's like like my, a my brother drew that. That's been embellished. Give me a drink. But uh, I had to dial back the old 97s influence because <clears throat> Rhett Miller's Lyrics, despite being incredible, like, just genius lyrics, um, they don't have a lot of mass appeal. So I fell into the trap of writing great songs that no one gave a shit about, which I hope to get back to at some point. I still write those, but I don't put them on albums so much. But at some point, I released two, I released an acoustic punk album, which I still love. The album was actually called Fuck You. Where is fuck it fuck at? You? It's on Spotify. You'll probably like Fuck You a lot. You have an acoustic punk album. It's called Fuck You. It's under Seth Jones and The Upward. Um, the album cover, Mike McClure's on the album cover. Who? Mike McClure. Who's that? He's like a godfather of red dirt. He, he uh, you I know that first, that. the sure. first Turnpike Troubadours album, uh, Diamonds and Gasoline, he produced that. He produced most of the Cross Canadian Ragweed albums. Nice. He he's also very underrated, but um, he he produced the Fuck You album, and it's called for the record. It's called P H O like Vietnamese oh, yeah, pho, and it. then Q like you're waiting in line. Q U E U oh, E. Okay. So fuck you. But uh, that album was really cool. It's just an acoustic guitar. And a fiddle. That was it. That sounds rad. That was, gotta was check pretty that out. cool. And
2: that's on, what, Spotify, Apple Music? It's, I think Facebook? it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. Everywhere. Fuck but you. Uh, it, I still like those songs. I want to redo some of them, you know, more country style. And then I had a follow-up called Seth Amphetamines. <laughs> nice. It's got my dog on the cover with her tail going ape shit. And that one I don't like as much. A lot of the songs I do like a lot. But we tried to do full band. We didn't mix them. We didn't master them. We just released them. Because it was a punk album, and I right. didn't really give a shit. I also was like, I thought I was going to, I was depressed as shit. Oh. So I didn't really care about anything at the time. Naturally. I was like, I just released a stupid F album. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> whatever, it does good, whatever. It. But uh, I remember. Release that, but check out "Fuck You" for sure. Anyway, I released those. I tried to promote them. I didn't do a good job of promoting. Granted, but also just the people that supported it were just friends. Some people really liked it. Most people were just like, "Hey, that's pretty cool," and they, you know, pat on the back, promote it. Right. And I was thinking, I know these songs are good. I know they are. I'm not an idiot. You know, I've right. been writing songs since I was 16, but no one cares. No one else thinks they're good. If, you're, if you and a handful of people think something's good and everyone else doesn't, that doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that where are you going with this? Right. You know, what do you, what's your point? Um, as much as I like writing just for the art, it's depressing as shit to write these great songs and no one cares about them. So I then I started thinking, I'm going to try to write some songs that other people like. And I, for about a split second, thought about bro country, and I just knew there's no way. I,
4: uh-huh.
0: I, it doesn't matter how good I could do it, I couldn't live with that. Like, it would, I'd be miserable. Imagine right. just writing shitty bro country rap beer <laughs> songs about your truck. And it taken off. Now we, that's what you have. We to
1: probably do. wouldn't be friends. Probably wouldn't. No, be, yeah.
0: I wouldn't be my own friend. Like that <laughs> would be a, a shitty job at that point. But anyway, I thought I could. I really like Waylon, George Strait, like older country back when it was good. Right. And then you've got newer country like Turnpike Troubadours. Like, they're they're new. You know, it's not classic. Right. And they're badass. So I thought I can add more country elements to my songs, to my writing style, and still love it. And then that's when I wrote, I think I wrote a song called Hanging With You, which definitely sounds like a bro country song, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I, I thought, oh, I can do this. And then I wrote Puzzle Man, and that's when I really thought, damn, that's, that's a good song. Like, yeah, I can really Which is write. awesome, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. But that's what showed me, like, I can I can write songs that I like, that other people like. I just have to sh- shift away from, you know, quite frankly, old 97s. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've got
2: a confession to make. Before yeah. I really started hanging with these guys, I wasn't like the type that, oh, country is like, uh, no, I, I can't stand that. At first, maybe a while back ago, that was me. But where I work is uh, – the little beaver on the lighter right here I work at a warehouse at Bucky's so that's what they're playing constantly all day's old country newer mm-hmm. stuff here and there yada yada basically i got into country because of that because i met these guys because i met Zach so it's awesome i'm always trying to ask and always trying to expand my music knowledge so that's why i'm glad to have heard about you and then even less i listened to m- most of your stuff before i got or before you got here so i was really happy to hear you
0: well i appreciate that and um I'll say this. Is it okay if I take, take those off? Dude, yeah. Fine. You're okay. Good. That's I was so sweaty. echoey. <clears throat> but um I'll say this. And I'm sure every genre is like this. I just I'm not as into those. I haven't I don't have a beat on those like I do country music. It's so convoluted. Like if someone says country music, I don't know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're talking about. You're talking about Tim McGraw and Nelly? You know, they do the song right. to, Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you're talking about George Jones? <laughs> you're talking about, like, hop, bro country, rap? You're talking about Waylon Jennings? I have no idea what you're referring to.
1: I've never heard of the term That's It's, it's, it's blew one of my the terms. Yeah. That's
0: amazing. It's a, a white dude doing a shitty rap. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Uh, it's basically, like, I don't know. I don't want to get too deep onto it because I don't. I don't really talk about it very often. I just know I don't like it, but mm-hmm. it's it's not country. It's not to me. It's not country. To me, country like either has a fiddle or a steel, and it's got a certain feel to it. Um, and more importantly, the lyrics aren't stupid.
2: <laughs> yes, like
0: you know, country started out. It was talking about real stuff. Like uh, you know, I think it it started it started out like in the depression. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about. Trying to get some food, you know, like real, real problems, like yeah. sadness and sorrow, and, and Hank they could Williams really sing
2: too. Like, I, earliest I go back is like Marty Robbins, and he's oh, like boy. thrown in there with like Frank Sinatra, James Dean, that era towards yeah. the end of it. It's like where did that the suit and tie go to like rugged cowboy in the west, right? And they could sing. Marty had a set of lungs on him.
0: Yeah, the uh, country music has a long history of, of like legit. I was gonna say legit talent. I don't want to act like other genres aren't talented. They are. I mean, look at like Eminem, Mm -hmm. Busta Rhymes. Like that's talent. (laughs) That's very talent. Talented people. Um, But I'm talking about like instrument, like your ability to play your instrument, be creative on your instrument, your ability to sing. um, I guess classic talents. I don't know, but country music itself to me the people that, don't, that say they don't like country I would just tell them like what are you looking for I'd ask mm-hmm. them what they're looking for like if you're looking for a good beat you probably should do bro country you yeah. probably should do hip hop <laughs> I mean they're all the same beat but if you like it you're in heaven right it's yeah, <laughs> like a
1: corner for every. it's the same thing with rock and it's kinda weird now because back in the day in country there really wasn't a corner for everything. Like at least in the seventies and eighties. But now there is a corner, you know, you got Bro Country. Yeah. You got old ninety sevens. Uh kinda like, you know, the red dirt country scene and stuff like that but with rock, it's like, man, you can listen to ska, you can listen to classic rock, you you can listen to metal. Prague, there's goes on forever. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's shit for everything.
0: Well, I also feel like, I think, I think ultimately you should just listen to what you want to listen to. I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, everything's so weird right now. You you go to Spotify and you type in, you know, you go to the playlist they have. And you type in, like, country music now. And you get, you get hip hop. Yeah, I mean, what right. what I clicked on, I've opened a country music playlist, and you give me hip hop. So where do you go for the real country music? And you go to some classic country thing, and now you're just hearing country from the '50s. Well, I want new country that sounds like this. Where do you find that? So you it's just to hard dig. to find. You gotta dig, dig deep. Dig. You gotta follow the right people, you know. Um, but I don't know. There's probably there's probably a fun element to that, like treasure hunting and discovering new things finding but a
2: diamond on the rough that kind of yeah thing.
0: finding like being proud that you found this new guy or something That's new girl
2: Zach. and honestly I'm, I'm really liking your stuff just from
0: the bit that i've listened to i appreciate that and I'll, I'll use that to kind of reset my point the stuff that i'm making the the puzzle man album at least i my thought process is uh i want there to be fiddle or steel to kind of maintain that that era of country feel that classic country feel and i want the lyrics to always mean something i want the lyrics to never be just complete bullshit like even the uh even that song i wrote partially as a joke i'll be right back even the bridge was like called out we'll be getting drunk and singing all these dumb beer songs like i even tried (laughs) to make that song relevant in some way you know anybody that's smart can understand what
1: you mean by that, right? right? You know what I mean. If somebody's sitting there, like, "Oh, he's no better than Kane Brown," it's like you're not getting it. Then right. you're missing you're missing what I'm saying here. But exactly. Yeah, so you got to
2: tell me Brown. from where you where you started. So how did this whole musical journey begin? Like, what was your first gig, or when, when did you realize this is what you want to do?
0: Well, when I was in high school, I was in bands. Of course, Um the band names are kind of funny. <laughs> The the first band I think blood. was called Copper Salt, Salt right. spelled S A U L T, as if it were a somersault. You know, we were really proud that there was a wordplay oh. going on there. <laughs> and then, Jeez. and then yes. that one kind of transitioned into, uh, oh, monsters are gonna eat us. That was the band <laughs> name. Lovely. Monsters are gonna <laughs> eat us. Just
4: straightforward that was
0: it make you that was the acronym make you and uh that was that was cool we had fun with that and then we had um something like drunken astronaut or something like that well we literally never wrote a single song we just kept talking about it and then uh scorched earth oh okay which sounded exactly the way you would think it sounds it was it was a drummer who just beat the shit out of the drums, uh, a guitar player, just one guitar player, he played lead and rhythm, and then me, I was a singer,
4: oh, okay. and songwriter. Right on. That
0: was it. It was essentially a two-piece, you know, <laughs> two <laughs> instruments, uh, and it was it was pretty insane. And we actually uh, there was a a bar with a great location in Tyler, like right there by 150 or off of. Uh, I guess it was 155, but there's a big sign where everyone sees this sign. And we somehow booked a show there, you know, the first show ever. And uh, there was like a known Tyler band. I forgot their names, not known by me, obviously. But uh, they were definitely bigger than us. And it said, Friday night, scorched earth with, and it said their name. And we're like, what the hell? Like, why are they putting us in the front? Like We made it. (laughs) well we were kind of like why do they think we're good you know like (laughs) Like, this is a mistake (laughs) yeah they all we almost went up there and canceled but anyway um through those bands at some point during those times i realized that writing a song sucks when all you play is the drums that's all i played so i told the guitar player no the other sound no the first yeah do that sound keep playing it and it's just not day. practical at all. And like I knew, I knew my brain. I'm like, I could write great songs like these lines and melodies and stuff. But I have to depend on this person. It's terrible. I couldn't unleash my creativity at all. I was constantly throttled by my lack of ability to play an instrument that makes more sounds than, you know. And um, so then I, I, I didn't care to play the guitar for any reason other than writing songs. and still that way to this day. I don't give a shit about the guitar. I play it to write songs. I don't care if I ever get better. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, But I learned to play the guitar just to write songs. At that point, man, I wrote songs like crazy. I loved writing songs. Mm -hmm. Wrote, 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 wrote. Since I learned how to write songs, which was Since I learned how to play the guitar, which was 18, I learned when I was 18, I've never been in a real band. Wow. Since I I was in like three or four bands, then I learned how to play the guitar, and I've never been in a band since. (laughs) So to do all of anything music-related has basically revolved around me either playing an acoustic show or writing. I think that's one reason why I've written so much. You know, when people are like doing music stuff. A lot of the time it's band practice. A lot of the time it's playing a show with their band. For me, it's always, almost always writing. Yeah. So uh, definitely not what I wanted. I've wanted to be in bands the whole time. I'm always wishing I was in a band or had a band.
2: Think you'll ever get some country supergroup going on? If, featuring if I could. Featuring uh, a couple guys.
0: If I could, yeah. That'd be great. I, I'm always I'm works. always into the idea of side projects, too. Like I think that's badass. But... I've always wanted to be in bands. It's just I couldn't get them going for whatever reason. I've always, I've also, I had a kid in high school. That's a big-ass monkey wrench in any plan you may have. Right. So everything I did was affected by the fact that I had to work my ass off all the time and spend some time with my family. And um, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it was tough. But through all that stuff that I didn't choose to do, it forced me to write more and more and more and more, and I think it, I think it ultimately benefited me as a writer.
2: That was going to be one of my questions. Is actually going to be, how has your marriage or, you know, your relationship with your significant other, you know, shaped your music career, or has it had a huge effect? Has it had no effect? So it sounds like it has had some sort you of know, impact on it.
0: It's hard. It's it's really hard to tell. Like you never really know what would have happened. Like mm-hmm. there's, what's it called, the butterfly effect, right? Like yeah. if one thing. One tiny thing happened 20 years ago, set off this chain of events. Over time, every little thing is different, adds up to big things. You know, maybe you'd be dead. Maybe it delayed you for two seconds 10 years later, (laughs) or you had a different job because you were late for an interview. It's trippy. But anyway, it's it's impossible to tell how things had been affected. But I will say, um, had I not had a kid, I wouldn't be married I'd be by myself a lot because that's my personality. Right. And write um, more sad
2: songs. Like uh, Yeah, days. I probably
0: would have kept doing sad songs that no one cared about. But <laughs> one good practical thing about how it worked out for me, my my strategy was I'll keep working these shitty jobs I hate and being depressed <laughs> for six years or however long it takes. You become a nurse, you know. And I could actually trust my lady, you know. This, there's, this a story that's been repeated a million times. Dude works his girl's way through college, gets her boob job, she becomes a nurse and leaves him with new oh. boobs in a great career, <laughs> and he's screwed. Here's- that everyone knows at least one guy in Texas. <laughs> uh, we all know one guy
1: <laughs> that is like in the vicinity right now.
0: Yeah, that's dude. It's a common story, sure. but that didn't like I knew because I'd been with this girl for. Like, forever, since we we're 14. So, like, we we're pot committed. When did so you I'm, get married? I don't know when I got married. 20, <laughs> 20 like 21 or 22, whatever. It doesn't even matter, you know. We've been together forever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't even care about our anniversary. I'm like, when do we start going out? You know, because that's what's important. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was like, cool, work your out. way through college. And you get a good career as a registered nurse, you know. And then I'll do what I want to do. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it took a couple of years. Just buy yourself some uh, time. Yeah. And ultimately, I joined the medical field as well. So through these these um, choices that weren't necessarily my first choice, I ended up at a place that enabled me to have enough money to record the Puzzle Man album, which, which is y'all, amazing. Y'all have heard it. Exactly. It's high quality. Absolutely. I don't care what people think of the songs. You can't say it doesn't sound like radio. It
1: definitely does. It It does. does. It's the musicians
0: were perfect. Like they're amazing. It's incredible what they do. Producer was professional. The the studio is professional. I couldn't. I could not have done that if my wife wasn't a registered nurse and I wasn't in physical therapy. Where'd you
2: record it at? By the way,
0: it's called Audio Dallas. Audio Dallas. It's in Garland. It's called Audio Dallas, and it's, uh, it's where Willie Nelson recorded the Red-headed Stranger. Oh wow, which That's is a legendary ministry. album. It was like number one for 250 weeks, something stupid because <laughs> no one had heard anything like that. you know not yes, it was great, but it was also different. Right. So people just latched on to it because it at the, the time at the time, Nashville was it was uh, what's his name? The guitar player. Anyway, it was the the dude that recorded everybody. Nashville was all the same, just like it is now with Bro Country. It all right. sounds the exact same. It was like that then too. It just sounded different. It was all very polished, very you know. you had the strings, da, 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 and then, Jones type of stuff. yeah, and it drops off, and they yeah, you know start singing their really good voices. It was very polished, and then Willie Nelson finally said, "Screw it, I've tried Nashville for." whatever 10 years mm-hmm. it ain't working I'm going to go to Texas and do something like out oh, of desperation oh. and he went and recorded the Headed stranger which was if you've heard it it sounds like that the actually the, the Nashville people said it sounds like an acoustic demo it sounds like a demo <laughs> like what do you got this is terrible <laughs> that's what they basically said and Willie was like well that's the album you know that's that's <laughs> it this is all got <laughs> you know that's what you get play it and they said, look, we'll we'll promote it a little bit just to make him happy. And then we'll tell him, look, told you it didn't work. And then we'll get him to do our stuff. Well, people heard something super different and super genuine and authentic and badass. Willie sings like shit compared to the people in <laughs> Nashville. His lyrics were crazy, weird country western stories about the preacher and this stuff. Oh, and man. the other ones were like, <laughs> I love you, you know, whatever. This is completely different. And people went apeshit for it. Right. And that happened in the studio where I recorded.
2: So how was the, the process? Do you prefer it? Like, did they help you songwriting? You already had your stuff written and you just went there and produced it? Or-
0: yeah, they're just, man, they're just there waiting for you to play your song for them so they'll, they can write it down. I'll explain it like this. I recorded the acoustic punk albums, the Fuck You album, <laughs> with Mike McClure, which was it was like a party. We just right. show up, chill for a little bit, talk, work on a couple tracks, real laid back. Um, take another break, you know, do whatever. Come back, record a little more. Like, yeah, pretty good for today. We'll do more next time. Very laid back, relaxed, right. and you can you can kind of tell on the Fuck You album that this is a chill album. It was really they probably were chilled out when they were making it. Uh, and then I went to Audio Dallas. And it was very professional and different. And nice. I walked in. The studio was just badass, you know, the hallways and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I went in there, and the the musicians were men in their 40s and 50s, maybe one in their 60s. That's always a great effing sign, okay? Right. <laughs> These dudes. They, they wouldn't be there. If no, they weren't kick ass. they're badass. Yeah, but. So you know, was it intimidating at all,
2: being in that kind of professional
0: setting? No. And let me go back again now that you bring that up. I didn't even want to do this shit. <laughs> I, we just, I was depressed, man. I, like I said, I've, I have a hit of chronic depression. We had just went to Mexico on vacation, my first time to ever go to, a, you know, people going to Cancun. Like, I never did that shit. I didn't have time or money. Right. And we finally got a little bit of time and money. So we went on vacation with two couples. Sounds great, right? right to my, my best friend and his girlfriend my other best friend and his wife who's also one of my best friends it was all great Good. i got there and i hated it <laughs> i felt like i was in prison oh, man. like i almost would have rather been in prison working out <laughs> but yeah. uh it was like i was in the room just in a silent rage um i hated it we we're there for like three days depressed went back home my wife was like hey you going to check out that studio we we were talking about? And I was like, I don't really care. And she was like, just call them. So I was like, and I went on their website, filled out the little form, submitted it. Didn't care about anything. Either of y'all had depression? Like legit depression, not just sadness? Yes. Like where you don't care about anything. They're like, oh, you love doing this. No, I don't. You want I, like I like doing? I just it's look kind terrible. Of dumb too. It's, it'll, that's why people kill themselves. nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't like anything. You get stuck in a hole, man. Anyway, I was like in that point, and uh, they called me back in like 15 minutes, which blew my mind. I was oh. thinking if they ever call me back, it'll be in a week, you know. They oh, call yeah. me back in 15 minutes. I guess he gets a notification on his phone or an email or whatever. And he was like, hey, it's Paul, you know, um, uh, so you want this and this i'm like yeah i was thinking about it and he was like we'd love to work with you just real professional stuff and i was like okay and we booked something and i remember that day the day we booked i had scheduled work to where i had to work like four hours after the session so i wore my scrubs i wore <laughs> That's my fucking geez. it's crazy isn't it <laughs> i wore my scrubs this all green scrubs before I left, I played Puzzle Man. And I played Mishandled Heart once. I was like, okay, yeah, I know them. They're good. I'm good. And I went to the studio, walked in, did, wasn't nervous, was not excited, didn't give a shit really. I was just like, I wonder how shitty this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know what to expect, you know? Because uh, I've recorded, I've recorded like four or five albums, and they never turn out the way I want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean I don't like them I love the Fuck You album But it just didn't come out the way I had in my head So I was just thinking, uh, you know, whatever And I, the reason, the only reason I did it is because that's what I do I write songs mm-hmm. What's the next step? Record them So right. I'm like, I'm, I'm alive I might as well do what I do So, But no <laughs> excitement, no joy So what was the,
2: the guys behind the counter on the other side What was their reaction to it? Did you send it to them beforehand and they already heard it? Or were they sort of blown away?
0: I sent it to the producer, Paul and he was, like, he was like, oh, those are, those songs are great. Your voice is amazing. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Um, that's about it. That was the only precursors. The musicians had never heard them. Mm-hmm. So I walked in there, had these four musicians. I shook their hand, met them. And they're like, yeah, we're really excited to work with you. Paul was in there, and, you know, we let off with a prayer. I thought that was awesome. I was like, oh, damn, these guys are, like, they're really cool, nice. Christianly nice men. Like, this is my Christian, people, man. you know. And uh, despite my chain cussing and train, chain drinking, I do fancy myself a Christian. But anyway, that's, uh, a, nice story. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> After I killed that guy, I was, turned my life around.
2: After the Fuck You album, we I just right. really had <laughs> to the at Fuck myself. You album. I got,
0: baptized. <laughs> I got baptized. No, but uh, I didn't know what to do. I was just going to follow their lead, you know? So uh, they said, All right, well, play us, play us the first song. I was like, "Oh, okay," and I was like, "Right here." You know, I didn't know what to do, so I got my guitar out. I played Puzzle Man. They are all sitting there writing notes, looking down, writing notes, looking up, nodding, writing notes. They were doing the Nashville numbering system, you know, the five, four, four, one, four, X, dot, dot, two lines, like an alien language to me. You know, I don't know that ship. And uh, I, um, I'm gonna need some water at some point. By the way. I need yeah, some aqua. Boys downstairs.
1: Wait
0: but um, hey Zach, bitch, get us some more. Yeah. because hey, you bitch. got an album out now doesn't mean you ain't gotta work. Said through. all that nice shit earlier, but hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I played the song. They wrote that shit down, and this blew my mind. Okay, I've been around great musicians. I've never been around studio musicians. That's different. I don't think That's I ever have either. Completely different skill set. Yeah, you did. I mean, now I have Tyler Thompson. Oh yeah. Well, Colton. Have you too. ever met Tyler? Colton. I've never met Tyler Thompson. Man, the guy's. A but phenol. Colton's a studio musician too. I didn't realize but, that. About but him. I never heard. I never saw him do that. You know. But anyway, it's
1: like watching magic. So
2: really they is.
0: heard my song once in their lives, and then they started going to the vocal area. I went in the vocal area. They clicked off, and they were playing my song, <laughs> like they've played it a thousand times. That's awesome. And like I've never heard this version. <laughs> you know. Yeah, mind blown. I mean, they're playing the same chords. You know, it's the same song, but I've never heard it beyond my acoustic. That's and they're tight. just like, dang, dang, dang. you know, the intro to Puzzle Man. Mm-hmm. First time I ever heard that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was looking at the drummer because I'm like, how many times are you going to play it? There you go. Look at that. Thank you, sir. Look at that. For the crew. You, no you got another on.
1: one of them celci Lloyds for me? Can I take one drink out of I've it? I've
0: definitely seen you before. <laughs> I don't know where. Do you work out? You look like you work out. Do you you work out?
1: Travis's face. That's like the I knew it was a funny question when I asked it, but. I
0: literally just recorded a song a couple weeks ago called I'm Hungry. (laughs) (laughs) You You do 12 ounce curls, right? Yeah. 12 ounce curls? 12 ounces of sliced beef. Thank you. Just a little more for you. Peach Uh, vibe. All right. But I. I was watching the drummer, like, when do I come in? And he would, like, nod at me, and I'd start singing. And we they played the song. First time ever. It sounded incredible. And, of course, it, I did, it didn't hit me yet because my mix was random in the headphones, you know, just whatever. I just wanted to make sure I heard myself and the drums and a little bit of the guitar. But I was like, okay, cool. And uh, they said, let's play it one more time. They probably didn't need to, but they just want ammo. We played it again, I sang it again, and then we had like a little 10-minute break, and the producer was just mixing and on the fly. He's great, you know, professionals,
1: right? What was his last name? Osborne. Paul Osborne. Paul Osborne.
0: Any relation to Ozzy? (laughs) I doubt it. They're both weird, but that's about the only connection. I don't think he was eating any bats, but um, he was – Look, from from the beginning of – from when they said, play me your song – so when they said let's start the next song, it was about an hour.
1: Whoa. that's good timing. because you 'cause you're
0: you're it's a
1: business, money. And then yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Honestly. And then the
0: next song, same damn thing. About an hour mishandled heart, about an hour. Probably less. But then they were like, Hey, we really appreciate it, man. those are great songs, you know, they're all friendly, great guys. I loved it, loved the experience. And then I was like, uh Paul said, I'll send them to you in Dropbox and, you know, I'll send you the roughs. okay cool and i was driving to work and i was going from garland to richardson with traffic so it Mm -hmm. took about 25 minutes 30 minutes (laughs) you know how that is 635 and uh he texted me like i don't know 15 minutes after i left he was like hey just put the songs in dropbox buddy i'm like all right thanks and i played them and do talk about mind blown mind exactly. effing blown these weren't the final mat mixes and they weren't mastered i didn't even these were scratch vocals but i was just like oh my god just to hear it all together for yeah the first time. i was kind of blown away but i also had to go to work so i wasn't like you know i has my mind was occupied it's the medical field i got shit to think about right, right. i oh, gotta yeah. focus on oh, people absolutely so but like in the back of my mind i kept hearing these fiddle parts and stuff <laughs> i was like damn man, this is really cool and uh my wife was really excited. She was like, I can't wait to hear them. And I didn't want to, like. Overhype I, it? Yeah, I didn't want to overhype it. So I was like, you'll probably like, like them. I was like, you'll probably. <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, she's going to freak out. Because she's heard all my other shit. All my subpar stuff. All my punk albums that's supposed to sound. Yeah. But she's oh. never heard my songs on the radio, which is essentially what this was. And we got in the car. And once again, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is. This is Puzzle Man. You know, kinda <laughs> chilling out. Right. And she heard it. No big deal. And, dude, from the opening, da, 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 like, this, the opening sounds, mm-hmm. like, she was just, like, staring straight ahead. And, like, I started singing. She heard the, everything together, man. And, like, her jaw was dropped. Her jaw oh, wow. was dropped for, like, three minutes or four, however long the song is. And it was done. She looked at me, and her, like, eyes were glassy. She's Aww. like. That was so good <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> I was like oh I didn't I didn't anticipate this either and then mishandled heart anyway it like blew her freaking mind It's, it's awesome like that she's so music. supportive of what you do Oh dude yeah and she's the biggest awesome. fan you know um, but it was just a surreal experience man and then I came back in and did three more songs came back in and did four more songs and started adding steel guitar. And uh, it was just crazy, and like honestly, life changing
1: mm-hmm.
0: or life saving. Like I told you, I was life depressed as shit, yeah. dude. They said there's no cure for depression. Music. I think there's yeah. cures, but I think it's different for everybody. Yeah. Yes, I think and you're right. I think some people, I think literally, if they just if they got a million dollars, it'd fix their depression. People are like money can't buy happiness. Well, for, I think for some people it can. Shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Do y'all ever get into this thing where you're in some sort of down mood? And you listen to some sort of semi-sad song, and it just kind of uplifts you a little bit. Yeah, happens to me all it, the time. I'm not sure what it's about, because you think listening, if you're already in that mood, it would set you over the edge. And then you'd go do the radical thing you no one would want you to do, you know what I mean? But you hear someone else going through it, and you're like, okay, I'm not the only one.
0: Maybe That's what I was about to say. I was saying that... I was thinking that before you said it. I mm-hmm. think subconsciously it lets you, it normalizes it.
2: Gives me comfort, you know.
0: I think it normalizes it because when you, it's just you, you think you think like I'm a fuck up. Like why am I? It's not It's like my, it? my, my my I have the worst life. I guess <laughs> like all you're thinking, and then you hear like someone else singing about it in a very embellished, terrible way. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, dude, we're in this together. Yeah, <laughs> it's re- like I'm not relatable. alone. Got your back, buddy. Yeah, I think that's the. <laughs> That's the advantage to listen to sad shit. It normalizes it, you know. It really, it really does. Numbs
1: you to it. Yeah, but that that power of music, when you're talking about leading up, when you put in your Dropbox and you like first hearing it, it's different for everybody on what helps them with depression. Yeah, and obviously, like probably part for you,
0: music really helps with that,
1: and hearing something come together that you
0: like so, thought, so you funny. know, like it's you're right. But it's not so much like music in general. It's my song. Yeah, that's what did it because it your art. My whole my whole life, I've been searching for this. I've recorded albums that I didn't like. I didn't like the sound of it. Even "Fuck You," I liked it. That wasn't what I was looking for. You know what I mean? Like, there's but you always found that feeling, and then I found it, and it almost like took some shackles off it it removed an albatross from my neck like i was weighed down by like i've always been wanting to do this and i just i've never had hope and now i know there's a place i can go to as long as i save my money up for a long time i can come here and there's a payoff you know i can get these songs made and at that point you know a lot of people a lot of depression stems from overthinking Mm -hmm. thinking too much about the future right like what if i lose my job yeah there's nothing and then like think about that yeah but um, but i thought that with music like like what if i never no one ever cares about my music it never sounds the way i want it to sound after i recorded those songs i thought oh that's not a problem anymore i can come here with these songs i know are good record them and they'll be what i wanted them to be that's a big thing that's a life goal yeah achieved you know that's like it, been one of mine. it was it honestly, it took me out of the depression short term. And now, even when I get really down, I haven't got legit depressed since the album came out. But when I get really down, I think to myself, I need to start working on the next album or keep, yeah. you know, we, there's something to go for, something to aim for.
1: It keeps you something to look forward to. Yeah. And that's definitely what I had to do with Zach on a lot of things, you know. I'm not surprised. And some points in time, like, and he can vouch for it there's times we would definitely butt heads but it's like hey yeah. man i'm I'll, i'm pushing you because one i believe in you and two i want to fucking hear this shit yeah I, and you need to hear this shit of course in the moment sometimes it's like you know this is i fucking suck i'm terrible at what i do talking about you <laughs> <laughs> and <Boy. laughs> and point. so yeah it's just like working through that and then it's really good to pay off
0: well like, you know about. you you talk about talk about Zach going through it. i talked about me going through it. I know Colton goes through it. It's crazy because it's ironic. These really artistic songwriter type dudes, they all get depressed. Yeah. Okay. And they're all, they all like stay to the, keep to themselves when they're depressed. Secret weapon. You yep. would think they would like talk to each other. Like, dude, <laughs> like dude, we yeah, both know, like, <laughs> like I know for a fact like, I'll just use Colton for an example, okay? Oh, when he is MIA for two weeks, I know this MFR is depressed. Oh, I know it. Because oh, like, yeah. I've done the same thing. Like, there's no question in my mind. I'm texting him and he won't answer me. I'm like, why don't we talk to each other when we're sad? <laughs> it's the most obvious shit in the world. But that's part of the problem is that you, you look inward. Yeah. You keep to yourself. You don't want to bother anybody. You don't want anyone to know. It's not even to me. It's not an embarrassment thing. I'm, obviously, I'm telling everyone. You know, it's I just that
2: everyone goes through it.
0: It's just uh, like this is my shit to deal with. Like I don't, I don't want to bother them. You know, like and th- then there's also the man factor. I want to be yeah. a little bitch, which is kind of slowly falling down with all the new I'm stuff. But really gonna not. it'll never not be there. It's never going to go away with me.
2: The man it's, you're supposed to be the strong figure. Yeah, supposed to be stronger than whatever you're putting up with. So stronger in your case, like strong, so your wife doesn't have to be. Right, Which she probably is. If she's in the medical field and the no, kind she's of very patients, yeah yeah, nurses are <laughs> nurses are mentally the patients strong and all that. Not the patient she's working on. The patient she has to yeah. have. But to, like that's with never that gonna stuff. go
0: with, away with me though, because that's a big part of why I've succeeded. Stuff is, I. I get these emotions i tear myself down and then i don't seek help i don't vent because i put it all on me and that forces me to get better Mm -hmm. as i get better or die like that's what i did with with working out dude the reason i got big and i was bigger than this i was (laughs) i people used to think i was jj watt and i never did steroids wish i had that yo this song swole I Wish never I did problem. steroids. <laughs> I just got real big because I got obsessed, dude. Yeah. Like it's it sounds insane, but um I would constantly think about crazy shit when I was working out, when I didn't want to work out but needed to go work out. I'd always find a way to do it. I would tell myself, like, what if a terrorist comes in and <laughs> wants to kill my family and everybody in here and I was one second too slow or not quite strong enough, yeah. and he murdered my son. It's my fault. I would say it's my fault. Yeah. If I don't go work out today, my son's going to die, and I'm the one that killed him. That How is, can you not so go work intense. out at that point?
1: That's a new type of motivation. That, really and that's is. just
0: one thing I would do. I would also think about, like, uh, like, one time when I first started working out, I saw this girl beside me. And now, I know so much more now about everything, like physiologically and workout, because I'm a medical professional based on physiology, kinesiology, physical therapy. I know yeah. all about it.
2: That's
4: awesome.
0: I know the bones, the muscles, the joints, the <laughs> nerves. I know all this shit. Uh, but at the time, I didn't know shit. I was just like, I need to get big, and here I'm learning some stuff as I go along. But I saw this girl beside me, and she was deadlifting more than me. Whoa. Okay. And all I thought was humbling. a little, a short girl. <laughs> those are two bugaboos. <laughs> is li- are lifting more than me. I'm a six foot four grown ass man. I was 29. It's like, I I got to lift more weight. Obviously, this makes no sense. So I added more weight. And I was like lifting more than her. It was tough, but I could do it, you know? I was like, okay, finally, good. And I ended up like fucking myself up. I oh, know. Like, I. I had like a, I swear it for like a small tear in my glute, Uh. which is so terrible. Almost everything you do contracts your glutes. This moves your glutes. Standing up moves your glutes. Uh, Coughing moves your glutes. Laying down, everything is that big-ass butt muscle you got there. (laughs) I had to drive home. It kicked in quick. Uh. I had to drive home like a board. I was sitting like that (laughs) because I couldn't flex my hip. Oh, no. I couldn't do that because it was excruciating—nine or ten out of ten pain.
1: Dude, yeah, I tore my groin. Terrible. Oh, groin's the same way. Everything terrible. moves your groin. It was terrible. Okay. I hated it, and I had to splint it. Yeah, I it's know. terrible.
0: But I, my motivation—it backfired at that point because I didn't know shit. But it eventually, became an asset. Was don't let, don't ever let a female be stronger than me. No, it scientifically did not make any sense. It's just misogynist. Yes. So was that before? Or after it doesn't you had make kid? sense.
2: Was it over the priority of the terrorist is going to kill your kid? This this female lifting too much fucking weight. Like I can't let that happen.
0: <laughs> well, it was a little bit of both. <laughs> it's like like terrorist going to come in. To terrorist might come in my house, but
2: this fucking female is lifting three hundred pounds. Yeah. This, this can't happen.
0: That was part of my but. Mo- but it was. It's a crazy motivating factor. But it was one. Yeah. And then, also, I'd see these dudes that were clearly on steroids. They were they had bowling ball titties. Oh, shit. Anyone with bowling ball tits, like The Rock or any, yeah. any basically any like Marvel superhero pets. character, they were on steroids, even yeah. if it was for while they were getting ready for the movie. Yeah. People think steroids are like this top secret thing. No. no. Everybody does it. Everyone does it. Every yeah. famous person, everyone that looks huge for the camera. Uh, anyway, I would look at them, and I'd think, I have to work – twice as hard as them I have to be twice as disciplined with eating and I knew that and I knew I couldn't get as big as them but I lied to myself and said I could I lied to myself because that's <laughs> the only way you can do this shit you know if you're trying to become a billionaire and like there's make it n- you make it. There's no way you can be yeah. if you tell yourself the only way I can be a millionaire is if I work seven days a week people are like you gotta take a day off no I can't I'm trying to be a billionaire get and uh, by the way, newsflash, billionaires did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did work seven days a week because they wanted to be billionaires. But even if you're not going to be one, you have to act like that. Yeah. You have to lie to yourself. I lied to myself. I was like, can't skip a meal. Can't skip a workout. Can't blah, blah, blah. Constantly researching. Like, what When's the best day to rest? All that shit, dude. I was obsessed. That's what you have to do. I did that. And that's that you have to look at these. You have to take every motivating factor remotely possible to get anything great done, you yeah. know? And that's what I did.
2: Well, that's awesome, man. You got to tell me what's what's life been like since the whole COVID BS has happened. When was the last
0: time you played uh, for a crowd? The last time I played Mathis? was uh, where? Mathis? Yeah, it was a Mathis, Mathis. family store. So what was that? It was, uh, with, it was in Canton. Uh, Zach Welch played. Um, Cody Daniel played. Indeed. Chris Cunningham played. Colton played. I played. I guess I was the the headline, the feature that day. Absolutely headlining. That which meant I played a lot. The first set, which I opened. <laughs> the headliner <laughs> opened. I opened. I played a a big a full set. You know, and then it was more of a Zach come plays four songs. You know, Cody played four songs. Colton super chill out. There. It was man, that's an awesome event.
1: And I can't wait till
0: it clears up more because it's. I think we really got.
1: They really have something going.
0: Yes, it has. I'll, I'll say it. It's already badass, but it has very high potential. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. the last show I played. Um. You know, anything scheduled in the future? Uh, the only scheduled shows I have are online shows. So which means no. Awesome. <laughs> I don't do have you do real that? shows. Just kind of what it can? Not very often. Like you uh, like
2: Instagram Live, Facebook Live. I've,
0: I did those for a while. And then it just didn't seem worth it. Mm. You know, most I'd get was like sixteen people. I didn't particularly enjoy them, so I'm like, mm. "Why am I doing this?" I just, scratch your itch. Might as well just practice by myself. You know, once again, I like my being with myself and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> but coming, to man. me, COVID hadn't hadn't affected me the same way it affects musicians that play a shitload of shows. Yeah, I never. I don't play a shitload of shows. I haven't. So when COVID kicked in, you got these people that would play 200 shows a year. That derails their life. Right. Their life's completely different now. Even people that play a hundred shows a year, pretty different. Mm-hmm. I played almost you know 12 shows a year. You know, it's not not much different to me. So yeah. that's not really a factor. And even if if COVID cleared up tomorrow. I still wouldn't be on the ball to start booking shows because I got to work to pay for the next album. (laughs) (laughs) Shows ain't going to cut it. You know, I can work in the medical field and get paid, like, legit money. Not like a surgeon. I'm not rich by any means, but, like, make a good living to pay for these albums. you're not rich? I'm not rich, believe it or not. (laughs) Uh, but, But the alternative is to play these shows and make, like, 50 bucks in a night or like at best 200 bucks in a night. Mm-hmm. It's just not if I wanted to pursue the live music, I'm going to play a lot of shows and start grinding it out. The albums stop. Mm-hmm. And the albums are the one thing that make me happy. So yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. I'd much rather make these great albums and then at some point someone's like, "Hey, let's get you a band together." You know, that would be great. Yeah. If someone approached me and said, "Hey, I'm going to get you going to get you a band together. I'm going to take Half y'all's damn money, but we're going to get y'all set up. I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. A uh, two-year contract. Right here. <laughs> yeah. I'd do that. As long as I you know, obviously maintain creative control and all that. Yeah. Like, if they just literally wanted to book me, find the band members, blah, 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 and take half the money, I'd probably do it. But that doesn't make sense right now because I'm trying to get these albums made, and that's what makes me happy. Yeah. You
1: got to do what makes you happy first, Yeah. I'm so I figured we would take this time, take like a quick little fiver break. Yeah. And come back and uh you can try. play some tunes for us. How about that?
0: I can try. Alright,
2: <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> right, cool. Take a quick little piss break. Alright.
2: And we're back. We have a little something planned. Can I do it again? <laughs> I have a little something planned. <laughs> I have a little something planned.
3: Well motherfucker.
2: Are <laughs> using a cut it out or are you using a right. So I got l- <laughs> I got a little something special planned for y'all tonight. Um <laughs> stop laughing. So uh something. got my boy Zach on the podcast now say what's up. Hattie. Hey everybody. And I believe I believe we might even have something uh a little, a little, what I saying? special? A little something special. Derp, derp. <laughs> 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 Basically we're gonna have <laughs> some uh, special little uh Guest appearance of uh the one and only professional Seth Jones playing on guitar for us this evening.
0: Yippers. Now I am inebriated. But uh I also haven't played this song in about three weeks. But uh What
1: you playing for us?
0: Burn you back. My man.
1: Have you ever thought about doing
0: ASMR? A
3: S like Is this new to you? A M
1: R. Oh no. <laughs>
3: I don't even we'll remember that for something. <laughs> learn you something
1: today. Like like it's like they talk in this stuff like this. Like they eat
2: oh, sandwiches. NPR?
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you ever NPR? seen
0: one? Of them? It sounds like NPR. They like eat a, a fucking carrot or like a pickle <gasps> oh, in the microphone. Yeah, usually an Asian lady, right? <laughs> well, I guess I saw a different one than you. But yeah, the ones, I yeah. Well, they're I just like, like eating, like they're Asian crunching ones. into the mic. Yeah. I thought you were talking about NPR, the radio, you know, program. Where everything is... Hi, welcome back. It's real, real quiet like it's this. It's Bobby Dillon.
1: Today we have Seth
2: Jones. We're
0: here with, <laughs> I want to hear Zach on NPR. We're here with uh, Zach Welch. How you fuckers doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck nobody
3: you. else wants to hear me on NPR because I sound like a meth lab became a person.
0: Like, I just imagine <laughs> you being real brash and like, they're like, oh, we can uh, edit that out. Listen to here, okay. fuckers. <laughs> Today, so we got So far, we're gonna have to edit half the interview. <laughs> we're
1: about to play some hipster music.
2: Yeah. Uh, some hip hop. Or hick hop? We'll we'll just what you called
0: hick-hop. it? Hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop. Yeah, Hick's trying, trying to rap. Switched. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, Ethan was like, I've never heard of them. I go, like, oh, it's <laughs> the most popular music on earth. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. It's just a sea of Michelob Ultra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Low carb beer, bro. Every girl that. is called Girl. I'm
2: pretty sure y'all
3: have said it a couple times, but uh, make sure you stream Puzzle Man Seth Jones' album. I don't think we've said, said it Absolutely. once. Uh, we've just,
0: we've talked about you for like 30 minutes. Y'all are fucking up. I ain't <laughs> worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Promotion will now be gone. through Zach. Definitely, calls. like you said, basically everywhere on the internet, right? You yeah, you it's music. everywhere. If you Puzzle Man.
0: The the short of it is, you type in Seth Jones, Puzzle Man, and it'll pop up. Now. Like anywhere, like if you Google Seth Jones, the hockey player will come up. So don't do that <laughs> unless you're into hockey. But I didn't know he played hockey. But you know what? He's he's also six foot four. In that weird. That's nice. Confusing. Yeah. Some doppelganger. Going doppelganger. On. I mean, we look completely different, but <laughs> he's Papa <Popeye> Jones's son. <laughs> Anyone else know Papa Jones? I do not. He do was not. a Maverick. Nope. He oh, man. he looked. One? I don't want to. I don't want to insult anyone, but he didn't look great. <laughs> but his son's a handsome man, so I guess the mom was really hot.
3: Well, yeah. If you're a Maverick back in the day, man. <laughs> yeah. You get whatever you want.
2: Yeah, exactly. So you gotta tell us before you get too too into it. Um, what's the
0: song? What's the song about? Burn you back is essentially uh, about someone. I, and by the way, I've always I want to hear like a girl sing it. I feel like a a woman singing this song would be more powerful I've always after I finished writing the song I was like damn that'd be badass if a girl sing it
2: feminism
0: yeah feminism 2020 you know feminine power Um, but it's basically about someone getting bored of someone and trying something else somebody else and then it's like uh, you know now you pissed me off and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go have my own fun you know what I mean like I'm on fire and I'll burn you back. <laughs> it's basically the song. Uh, a spite song, you know. Now
3: I know I right. you this. Yeah, that's my fucking jam. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> a little behind the scenes on this song. I wasn't going to put it on the album because I really didn't like it that much compared yeah. to, like I have got, I've got like 200 songs, you know, so I have a lot of songs to choose from. So it's not that I didn't like this song. It's just I had dozens that I would have preferred to put on the album. But uh, one of my best friends, who's the wife of another one of my best friends, she was like, "You have to put Burn You back on there." Good to have external yes, series. good to have someone else. Yeah. And honestly, if she was just some some gal, probably wouldn't have listened to her. But she's one of my best friends, so I was like, "Okay, you know, I'll do that for you." I'm the type of guy that'll literally put a song on an album because one of my good buddies told me to. <laughs> you know, I love that. it's not a great That's awesome. like business decision, but. Like I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my life, right?
3: I need to become one of your good buddies. So you can shake my
0: album. These are the twelve songs (laughs) I want. (laughs) This is good, man. Shit. Yeah, there's some parentheses in there. Some fuck. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Seth Jones don't have to cuss in his songs to sell records, but But I I do. do. So fuck (laughs) him and fuck fuck you you too.
0: I saw a good meme that said, I bet you Will Smith's going to start f- cussing on records now. <laughs> God damn, I saw that. Get fucking jiggy with it. I, yeah. I saw the
3: picture of Will Smith and it was like, and the new Broncos coming out and then he transformed into O.J.
0: Simpson <laughs> 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 and he fucking died. Dude,
3: that's,
1: I have that one yet, yeah, that's
0: crazy. I, yeah, I, s- I saw that one and forgot about it, but you brought it back up and I'm very sure. memory. <laughs>
3: Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear this jam. Yeah, man. This is okay. my fucking favorite. This is the jam, dude. Just
2: take it from the top when you're
0: ready, man. Okay. We're going to try this one. See what happens. Freaking five, man. Uh, How absurd man, is that?
3: You fucking. Hipster, artsy, and some you. and somehow
0: I managed to on this next album have another five capo song, what I'm talking about. but I don't even remember which one it was. But it's. Fuck key
1: changes about yeah, That's it, yes.
0: dude. Yes, I don't remember which song it was, but anyway, you'll like it. Okay, this is burn you back. Hell yes. Woo! Thank you so much for that. That was actually a very unique version because I used to play it one way and changed it. And this time I played it both ways. Uh, like the I first verse was the original <laughs> version, and the second verse I was like, oh shit. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hybrid. It's a awesome. true hybrid for y'all. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. Did it evolve
2: from so did it start with that fifth capo there or did you move that up as you
0: just kind of um, felt like it? I think I kept the fifth capo capo, but uh, eventually, originally, it was, be careful what you wish for, but then the second verse, as y'all heard, it was originally, be careful what you wish for, actually, I'm I'm not talking right because I've been drinking, but what I just played is the new version. I like it. I like that it. That happens lot, on this podcast, yeah, background. quite a lot. <laughs> but originally it was, in the new version. Anyway, they're both fucking fine, but yeah. yeah. yeah but that second
3: version is tasty, man. It oh, is. Yeah, That's that good yeah. shit.
0: That makes it. And what I what I liked about that song was like, the fiddle player started playing weird shit. I'm like. <laughs> He's like, is that okay? I'm like, it's more than okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Keep doing weird shit. Go on, Willie. You ain't going to get me bitching about something weird on my album. I mean, my album before that was Fuck You. You know, it was called Fuck You. <laughs> Where can I find that album? <laughs> we discussed that. We discussed it. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to will the hook podcast later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, the, 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 gotcha. I'll say this. The... The Fuck You album and the Seth Phetamines albums. Oh it's so amazing. The production is poor because we didn't finish it like on purpose because it was a punk album. Who yeah, gives a punk, shit? Yeah. yeah. So. I know all about that. But the songs right. themselves, particularly on the Fuck You album, like to listen to the lyrics and shit. Like they're legit. I'm wanting to redo a lot of them.
3: You know I'm gonna listen to the lyrics. I know you're gonna. Yeah. I ain't gotta
0: tell you twice. Do you need to ever come redo any of your punk shit. Fucking dungeon is ready for you. Oh hell yeah. Dude, we'll, well let's we'll do a punk album someday if unless the money runs uh, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: the Christmas Cowboys aren't here right now, but they wanted me to tell you that whenever you're ready.
0: Dude, I'm ready. listen, I'll, let me just put it <laughs> this way. I also had a message similar. <laughs> let me just put it this way. I have a song I have a lot oh, I'm not about to play because I don't know the fucking shit around fucking hold the phone <laughs> but a it's double. called shiver S-H-I-V-E-R and it's all about fucking tight yes it's like a, I, like, I, like, I, like be, s- be strong deliver that holy shiver <laughs> and that sound that real old 97's type shit yeah. but like it's yeah. fucking fast and it's all about fucking Hell yes. and I think that would be perfect for the crystal meth cowboys oh, dude. Oh. I,
1: I will th- relay it you know I'll get it to him <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Lennon. I'll, I'll Lennon. let him
4: know I'll you're all gonna fucking die <laughs> Oh man,
3: this is um, Zach Welch speaking when I Knock say out. this I mean it with all of my heart if you don't love Seth Jones's music And most of y'all probably haven't met him, but uh, I love this dude as a human. But if you don't love his music, then fuck you and everything you stand for. I'll just go on record to say that. And everything you stand for. We're all pedophiles. Well, here... here, (laughs) My... uh, (laughs) Shout out oh, to yeah, his album, and his i, I signed a contract. I'm obligated to say this every time there's a microphone in front of me. Support your local businesses, murder your local pedophiles. Oh, yeah. That's,
0: <laughs> a, that's in the outro of the of his album, his debut album. Is it 254 days? 254 days, yeah. yeah. There, there will be times, I'm going to tell you right now, where I call it 256 days because I don't remember little details like the that. The first
3: album cover was 245 days oh, because shit. Ethan's dyslexic.
0: I was like, I was like, dude, I got it done. And then I looked at, I was I like, it dude, hey, that's a stressful process. It's it is. When it's time to like finalize, and you're yeah. like, this is gonna be on the internet for the rest of my life. <laughs> exactly because exactly. like when you're uploading the songs, like if you have a song, if you have Puzzle Man, and the song number two is Mishandled Heart, you're like, because you type in the name of the song, Puzzle Man, and you upload the file, and you do all that shit, mm-hmm. and you're like. If someone clicks to play Puzzle Man, is fucking Mishandled Heart going to play? Did I fuck that up? Cuz like that'll happen. Cuz it yeah. doesn't know, it does not know any better. The fucking pro, the the you know, you're entering it in, they don't know if Puzzle Man's Mishandled Heart or vice versa. So if you type in Puzzle Man and accidentally upload Mishandled Heart there, they're going to release it and people are going to click Mishandled Heart and Puzzle Man's going to play and you're going to be like no! <laughs> I <I'm all laughs> fucked
3: up. Dude, I tried to go full fangirl tonight and wear my Puzzle Man shirt. That would have been the best. And, drink, my, and uh, drink out of my mishandled heart glass, but uh, I got shit faced a couple days ago <laughs> with that glass, and I wore that shirt like four days in a row because uh-huh. I'm a vagrant. And
0: <laughs> Five would be pretty wild. It'll <laughs> yeah. disintegrate if you wear it enough days in a yeah. row. <laughs> Like your yeah. body starts tearing it down, and I'm gonna buy another one before. <laughs> ask me, I, how I know. <laughs>
3: Before I bust out that that record, <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get another shirt. So whenever that one goes to shit, I can just wear the next.
2: God, it's a good the, plan. The first podcast we ever did was such a shit show. It kind of what you were all talking about is kind of reminding me of it. Is that after everything was recorded, went home, tried to piece it all together, and I posted it right. Kind of like you were saying, like, oh, oh fuck, I hope everything's good, because it's about to be on the yeah. internet forever. Luckily, I could edit it, because I fucked it up so <laughs> bad. Like, half the podcast was missing, because oh, yeah. I, I was too dumb to look at, like, the attachment, that there was multiple attachments underneath the one that was just sent to me, and I was like, well, I guess it's all one segment, fuck it, and it posted, it was, like, like 45 minutes, and, like... Every bit of Zach was gone. His like, his performance was there, but every bit of everyone else was gone. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. This is, like, my first time doing this for people. And I'm, I just fucked it up right away. Damn. But apparently I partied, I partied hard enough with these guys that they liked me. Whatever the fuck I said in that trash can just really just, <laughs> just really <laughs> hit it off. It, <laughs> really, it really hit home. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I
1: was picking him up, he was like, nacho. <laughs> yeah. wow, that shit killed me. <laughs> get fucked up it's kind of part of it it's part of the culture yeah, yeah. part
2: of
0: the dungeon you, it's like a rite of passage right but like i said i want to come back again when i don't have to work the next day absolutely when i'm not on the diet like i honestly my diet my strict diet it hasn't been violated really because samantha she put in her diet no alcohol like strictly she can't She's i stung. didn't i didn't put that in mind. no no I, we both did that for most. 75 days and that fucking sucks. Whoa. That's an That's an but yeah. 75 days. but I didn't yeah. do that yeah. specifically. I said I'm not really gonna drink alcohol, and I haven't dear, until tonight. But Sorry. like the reason I I didn't put that in the, the plan is because I knew like some shit like this might happen. Like what if I do a what if I do a podcast or like I'm playing a show and I just want like a beer or something just to hang out. Like I knew that was a possibility, so I built into my my challenge. I can have alcohol, I'm just probably not, you know. Like, for example, we've got, like, seven more days left. Like, I'm not going to drink again. Like, it's fine. It's fine. How's
2: the progress coming along, by the way? did you
0: Um, have a goal? Oh, well, our challenges are – they're primarily mental challenges. Like, can you stick to a diet for 30 days? You know, can you work out twice a day for 30 days? And the 75-day one after that, like, we know we always can now because we fucking did it for 75 days. Hell, yeah. But – you know, you eight months later you, you've been having fun eating what you want, you gotta do a reset. And can I still do it? Plus, you know, you can start looking good again. <laughs> that's yeah. always a factor too. So that's that's why we did it again. And the progress is great. Like, I'm about as cut as I wanna be, mm-hmm. you know. Like if I want to get if I want to get real cut, I would have to be hungry all the time.
2: Yeah, starve yourself a carbs. You
0: either you either you either do steroids. Or you're hungry all the time for like two weeks. Man, see, I did yeah. keto
2: for like a month. I lost 20 pounds, looked yeah. good. And then it—it's just like I was literally hungry all the time. When you don't have carbs, you're constantly starving. But
0: think about this. And I know if you're not—if not, you. you're not really—you don't have much fat to begin with, and you're looking to get cut, you're—you're you're looking at—it's—it's it's hard to lose a little bit of fat. You know those people that weigh four hundred pounds are like, I lost fifty pounds this week. Well, yes, you just fucking weigh four hundred pounds. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) But if you're like, if you weigh one hundred and twenty pounds and you're like, I weighed fifty pounds, like, oh shit, what happened? Like, what's wrong with you? Lord. Like, basically, it's harder to shred fat when you don't have much fat. So when you're like at the point that I was before the the challenge, it's like I'm gonna have to be real strict for all thirty days to, to shred fat.
2: Do you have a weight goal you're trying to achieve?
0: it's no. just a mental thing. I do I've got I got so deep into physiology in general, you know, from the medical field stand medical science standpoint right. yeah. along with the bodybuilding standpoint that although I can't explain this shit to people, it's so much easier and carefree if I just like you know how like how Luke Skywalker did better when he put the fucking band. <laughs> yes. Like he put it, he covered his eyes this. up. He's like, I'll just fucking feel it. Like yeah. that's what I do with fitness now. Cause I'm yes. like, I, I, it became, it changed my fucking personality, my soul, like who I am. So now I just gotta put that band, band aid over my head. What's it called? Bandana? Over my face. Band-aid. And, like, not even look. And I'm like, <laughs> I know what I'm supposed band-aid. to eat when I'm not supposed to eat. the best metaphor ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know remember when Luke it. Skywalker? I was
2: like, oh, my God. <laughs> when Luke that's Skywalker how I do put that Band-Aid now. over his forehead.
0: But, like, that's kind of a detriment because, like, I can – Like, if I focus and really think about it, I can help. I can help someone with their fucking diet and their exercise. But for myself – I can just be like, I know what to do. Like, I don't have, like, have to think about it. No, like, don't eat, shit. don't eat bread and fried shit, and don't eat can Like, it's real. It really is obvious shit. Sodas are bad. So, don't drink soda. People are like, what about diet soda, motherfucker? You ain't it's gonna breach your goals with making those little. What about this? No, bitch. You want to lose it. weight <laughs> or not?
3: Get you on, know, bitch. like I don't smoke Marlboro Reds no more because it'll give me lung cancer. I switched to Marlboro Lights. Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> People, and I tell, I tell people this too, I'm like, I'm like, look, when they're asking about, and I do this shit all the time, my, my job is physical therapy, and I know so much about the bodybuilding side too, like changing your body, that my physical therapy job will bleed over into like fitness advice too, because they're asking, you know, why not, why not tell this, my patient? So they're like, how do I, I'm wanting to lose a lot of fat, what do I do? And like I try to explain it to them, but they, the
1: nicest way
0: possible. yeah, but they can't fathom <laughs> yeah. it because right. they've not gotten deep enough. They're just regular ass people trying to live life, have fun, eat what they want, you know, part of society. The problem is that society's fucked up. Yeah, you know, but because society is like, you want to lose weight, just eat, just don't eat before bed. Like bitch, it ain't that. This is not it. Like, here's the thing: <laughs> if it, it was no pizza bitch, rolls, and I'm talking about men too. I was not yeah. just calling women <laughs> yeah. bitches. I'm like anyone that thinks like that's a bitch. But <laughs> the point is, like, <laughs> oh, if it was easy, everyone Ooh. would look like the fucking you know rock like Thor. Right. Yeah. look like yeah. Thor. Like it's not like what if I switch to diet coke and don't eat after nine? That's not what it takes. Right. It's it's like a complete. Like, we've been fed this certain lifestyle. We've been fed a certain lifestyle where it's like, enjoy yourself. A, p- a candy bar won't hurt. You know, like, that's just because that's ingrained into our society. You're not, like, physiologically, like, as a species, we're never supposed to eat a candy bar. Ever. We're supposed to live our entire life without eating the fucking Snickers. That's how we were built. That's
3: not a life that I deem worth
0: living. Though. Exactly. Definitely that's not the buying. problem. I love Definitely a not bar. I
3: could go
0: with The I problem is... What's a crunch bar? Is that the one with all that shit the in it? That's one of the worst candy bars that existence. I agree. Oh, <laughs> man. Damn, it's good Damn it. Damn so it. What are those called? That the ice cream just, one's awesome. The yeah, crispies? Yeah, it's yeah. Like yes. The crispies. It's like they
3: put rice, the rice crispies, crispies in, in chocolate.
2: Yeah. Like, yes.
0: I'm going to die before I'm full.
3: Oh. And I've come to terms with that, you know? If, but I did. At least we know. As far as dieting goes, I feel like I need to tell you this because you're my most in shape friends right <laughs> now. Um. Deep so, competition. So a couple hey, a couple yeah. months ago, yeah, I got this lanky one and I got the pudgy one back there. It's it's just I'm I'm really in competition with my friends over in shape. Um a couple months ago I went on I didn't mean to, but I went on a bourbon and cigarette diet where I didn't eat for two weeks. You can lose a lot of weight like that. There, yeah, I was I was out here looking good. <laughs> I was fucking I was yeah. looking right. Now I felt like I was dying constantly. Yeah. But well, it was damn, worth it i looked good i could have been but slaying poon left and right that's another
0: thing though like people like they're like just just tell me how do i lose weight? how do i lose is fat i'm like look there's different ways to lose fat you know what what are you willing to do that's the real question what are you willing to do like and they're like just just tell me how to do it i'm like look if you just don't eat for for a month you're gonna be skinny as shit like, what do you? Yeah. Like, I promise you that'll work. <laughs> actually, contest. I
2: actually want to like, ask you a question about that. Yeah. When you diet real hardcore and you're trying to get all cut, what is for you and your personal experience? What does that do for your mental health? Like, are you like not Man, happy the entire time? It's not. Because just... I've heard people saying like, "Man, I got real cut." <laughs> the <look away>. But <laughs> they're different. <laughs> but <laughs> they're different. There's, there's Wendy's was calling my name the entire time. There
0: are, there are layers. There are layers to this. You? Yeah, that hot redhead. <laughs> yeah. Whoa now. Dude, this is a Wendy's <laughs> to be a Wendy's
3: guy back in the day.
1: <laughs> Those square patties.
0: But look, there there's different That's levels to on that. Keto. On one hand, you've got the discipline aspect. You're like, okay, I'm working out consistently. I'm feeling stronger. I've controlled my diet. I don't feel because you know the way you feel after you eat eight. F- fried, you know, f- you're at a fish fry. You eat all you mm-hmm. can eat, fried fish and hush puppies and fries. You feel like shit. You don't feel like you're ready. You to undo the
2: button. F- you're like, oh
0: god. You don't feel like you're ready to fight a fucking battle, you know. No. But if if you do the opposite of that and your diet's been on point for a week, you you know like lean proteins and clean carbohydrates, turkey meat, turkey ground turkey. I ate the shit out of that.
3: Shit's awesome. And
0: you're working out every day, lifting heavy. Well, like, you have this sense of capability and discipline but also on and i've this you're, this is coming from a guy that did this shit for 75 days and it was terrible sure. like at, you start <laughs> thinking you. <laughs> you start feeling like like you're not you're disconnected from society and you can't enjoy the things that regular people enjoy oh. like a big part is honestly whiskey like for us because like i didn't miss the candy bars as much because i don't i don't need those. Yeah, as what's I'm your kryptonite?
2: <sighs>
0: Jameson? Let <laughs> me think.
1: <laughs> oh, no, man. Let me, me think. A, other than whiskey.
0: Because, like, I like, just like everyone else, I love bread. I love yeah. a croissant. Right. I love a fucking badass. Batte- Dude, like a like a <laughs> firehouse subs. Oh, Their meatball God. sub is like the best, the oh, best yeah. sub I've ever had. Agreed. <laughs> and of course, I crave that. But, like, that's fine. That's just a one meal. That you that feels good for, like, 30 minutes. But, like, whiskey is an experience. <laughs> Think about it. There's so many quotes. Put that on a T-shirt. There's Listen, so many quotes from this fucking if it's, podcast. If it's put 8, 8 p.m. and you you pour that whiskey onto that, that fucking ball of ice, oh, that's what shit. I use, that oh, ice ball. I use the cube. Yeah. You man. start sipping that and listening to music, and then you start playing your guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a four-hour experience, you know? Dude, whenever you're, you're none, not, lying. like,
3: Let's do it. And you don't have work in the morning. This motherfucker right here, oh I'm not sure God. if it's gotten brought up. This dude <laughs> right so.
0: here is a mixologist. Yeah. That boy Chan well, Man me about the, that shit. Here's the problem, though. I'll make something for you sometime. The only thing I want mixed is the whiskey on the fucking ice block. <laughs> oh, that's shit. Fine. He'll look real pretty while he pours mm-hmm. it. I'm, yeah. he, okay, that's what I'm talking I about. I got a couple <laughs> things. You like
2: straight whiskey? I got a couple things. I'd, uh,
3: there you again. go. Whenever we, came we got over more time. Here, whenever the fuck we came over here and he was pouring us drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Time for <laughs> I, I sh- last. The brain. That was last night, Roof. <laughs> I showed shot. up, you oh, know, no. and we'd been, it was Speeder Creek night. Yeah, oh it and was. We, and I showed up over here a little, you know, ready to party because I'd been A little fucky at, already. I'd been playing at a brewery. You know how that shit goes. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this dude starts... Something about
0: the nature of a brewery just yeah, makes me drink you know, beer. It's like I'm partying He'll at the you. place
3: where they make the beer. <laughs> <laughs> and so this dude starts fucking pouring drinks. It was over before it started. I was housed immediately. Oh, He's pouring me shit that had names I couldn't pronounce. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Dude's a professional. In a
2: condensed story, because this is more about you than it is about me today last one. That's all for you. Yeah. That's so for you. Oh, for the fucking light the filter in. So um basically in a condensed story, my dad used to be a bartender in the eighties. I think I've said it multiple times on this podcast. He's a binder whenever he was a bartender of all the shit he used to make. So I brought that binder. I kinda got into the whole mixology thing myself. So I made this shot where it's a it's called the brain and the whole a theme what? The brain. Like
0: a, like inside your head. Like the one behind your hair. Hi- okay. Yeah, the
2: <laughs> one behind <laughs> your eyes. <Yeah. laughs> behind your ocular <laughs> nerves. Like up
0: here. You can think of the word words. <laughs> <laughs> it's not <always> sunny quote. <laughs> so put it on a shirt.
2: So it's the whole thing is that it has some sort of schnapps you, Typically Apple is more red ish or taste better. And then it's got uh a Little bit of like uh Bailey's in it, so it's kind of a little creamier. Oh. But when you pour it from like a little bit of a distance, like out, like the altitude, fucking a little bit of height off the fucking oh, shot, altitude. that's a little altitude, too snooty, man. That's too <laughs> <laughs> Chill out <laughs> back up <off>. from East <laughs> Texas. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you do with what? the thing and you pour it up here, instead of down here, no, but you pour it a little, little bit of the distance away from the shot, it makes it kind of curdle a little bit, which is already oh, a weird wow. word for a shot, right? Yeah, because now it's got texture and then you add a little couple like drops of grenadine makes a little red effect. So if it's in a clear shot, all of a sudden it looks like a test tube with a brain in it.
0: A test tube with a brain. A tiny little brain. Like the head is there's a head. It's just like what if
2: it curdles in the right way, it's all wrinkly looking. Yeah. So it looks like what you think would be a brain, right? right. The whole thing is a it tastes, you know, semi decent. It's not like <laughs> Ugh. but what people still make that face because they right. take it and you get creamy curdled texture. It's like what a prostitute would swallow. Oh. Nah, <laughs> <it. laughs> no, I'm just fucking. Go it, ahead it's and say <laughs> We know you want to. <laughs> I'm talking about water. I'm talking Oh, about? shit. <laughs> you got to stay hydrated, you know, these days. But <laughs> it's really just fucking, it's the nastiest curdly. The texture of this shot is so nasty. But it tastes good and it will get you fucked up. And I made it for Travis and I made it for Zach. And, like, they're both like, <laughs> never again.
0: I loved it. That shit was dope. You weren't into
3: it, Zach? Man, I'll be honest with you. I
0: don't fucking remember taking it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's another thing, though. One reason I got into whiskey is because of diets. You know what to expect. Like, because people don't think about this either. It's like, uh, okay, so you want to drink alcohol. What's the most efficient, caloric way to drink Mm -hmm. alcohol? Well, the answer answer is vodka. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: True.
0: But... Like, if you don't want to drink fucking rubbing alcohol, what's the next clear. step up? Okay, a, a more flavorful flavorful liquor. Whiskey. It's like yep. 70 calories, and right, people, Or something like that. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't remember. Once again, Luke Skywalker put on the... I don't think <laughs> about this shit. I just figured it out one day and I know. But, like... People are like, oh yeah, I like Jack and Coke. I'm like, no, not Coke, motherfucker. No. You're adding any more calories.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure how like the nutrition value is, like, and they don't have a label on the name of the drink. But there's a drink called the Godfather. Do you like Scotch?
0: I have not reached that level yet. I've tried. It's more, <laughs> more. I like sc- Scotch whiskey. So, obviously. yes,
2: Scotch is essentially whiskey from Scotland. Right. That's the whole thing. But it's but it tastes. But it's, it's got aged differently. Yes, yeah, more smokier. Uh, so. It's basically <laughs> the show. Wait, drink I'm, I'm thinking of about. Absinthe. Absinthe. Oh, Fuck don't Absinthe. Get crazy shit. Oh, don't dude, get me started on Absinthe. There's that. a Scott, whole thing. Okay,
0: I've I've had some Scotch that I dig. Absinthe tastes like a band aid to me.
2: Oh, you haven't had the right kind of... So there's a proper way to prepare absinthe. I'll get on to that. Well, this
0: motherfucker just poured it in a glass. (laughs) This is like, try this shit. You do
2: not drink absinthe straight. That's That's what what I did. What you're supposed to do, imagine you get this Red Solo cup, right? You put a little weird-looking spatula-type... It's called a spoon. It's called an absinthe spoon. And you put a sugar cube on top of that, Then you pour the absinthe over that.
4: Oh, damn.
2: Or you pour a certain amount of absinthe in it, and then you pour water over it. So it waters (laughs) down the absinthe, and it it should take, like... Should taste like licorice. Did did you it just should say, It should taste like licorice? Yeah. It's like a spoon. Yeah. Like a cr- like a spatula. And he said he It's called to, an absinthe spoon. He said spoon. you
0: get your lighter and you put it under the spoon yeah. for a while. No. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> and you then get you your smoke and the and sugar get, while you God. snort the absinthe. <laughs> you light the sugar cube on fire. Shout out Lost Dog Street Band. <laughs>
2: Basically it sounds oh. like you drank straight absinthe, which is like not good in anyone's book. By the way, the the myth that it makes you hallucinate's bullshit. I never heard that. So, hey, do we worm ever worm.
3: find the worm? Do we ever get a worm bottle?
2: Uh, no, yes. I haven't. I think I need to go to like a Mexican market liquor go. store, and I'll find one. Okay. I couldn't uh, find uh, one at Specs; too corporate. Yeah,
3: because I'll go down to Matamoros tomorrow. Oh, I don't give a do fuck. It. La Michoacana,
2: <laughs> if they sell it there. Well, it's a Sunday, unfortunately, but. but uh,
1: uh, we're at uh... ten forty-one, and Mister Jones has to work in the morning. He sure does. So,
2: so no- enough talk
1: about alcohol.
0: And you know there were times in my life where, like, if I had to work in the morning, I'm like, I'll deal with it. But like now, I'm working with eighty year olds with right. a broken leg, and I'm like, well, I better, I better have my shit together. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll have uh,
3: Seth Jones back soon. I hope. I want to come back. I'm not I'm running sad. this fucking podcast. I'm just, I, I got asked to come sit down. I this don't even know set. why they did that. This but, is the Zach uh, Wells show. Yeah, I'm out here. You know. Well, let boy. me say
0: this about the podcasts. <laughs> podcasts in general. I've done several podcasts, um, and I enjoyed them like a lot. But those were like more. Once again, I'm not insulting anyone. <laughs> those, those Other are prefaces. more professional. <laughs> but like it. these are, this is more fun. Like this is more my style. Uh, like I'm, man, I'm like so fucking inappropriately like my humor and stuff. Like that's, that's just my my personality. Right. I was born in the wrong era. The the politically correct cancel culture, like, I shouldn't have been here. Like, because I'm right. constantly wanting the inappropriate South Park type <laughs> shit, you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but right, right. but anyway, this is more akin to that. This is more, like, loose and, like, have yeah. fun and like you can say this or that. You know? You're
1: always welcome here.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I like yes. being here. The other podcasts were awesome. The other ones I've done, those, those dudes were badass. The last one I did, The Okay Country, that dude was awesome. Like, he was a really intelligent kid. He was like 22 or something. Badass podcast. This is just different. Yeah. And, like, this is more like, this is something I'd do less like to promote an album and more just to fucking have fun. Yeah. You and I feel mean? like that's what I want it to be. I want you yeah. to be
2: in your element. You have fun. And I think that's, at the end of the day, it's about having fun and supporting the people that don't really have a platform. I right. feel like that's what I want to do, is I want to uplift the people that don't have the public eye. I want to I want to make it to where it's fun for you, but also at the same time, you know, getting you out there. You've already well, achieved that, so this is just really about having fun with you, man. Well, I'm you glad know, to it, have you on.
0: It's what I think. What Rogan does, we brought him up, right? Um, he, he finds people. This Rogan's Jamie, <laughs> is Ethan is. <laughs> he, my, there goes promise again. Uh, but Rogan, he finds people that he thinks are super interesting. Yeah. And he gets them into an environment and makes them comfortable. And he straight up gives some people a joint and fucking whiskey. I mean, what, how yeah. more comfortable can you be at that point, right? Right. And he just he gets super interesting people, gets them comfortable, and says, "Let's go." And then, this DMT. And then <laughs> they talk about gorillas doing DMT at some point, usually. <laughs> but like off. that's a good that's a good formula, man. Like, yeah, that's a great formula for a show. Yeah. And it's and the cool thing about podcasts as opposed to live radio. If for some reason it just didn't work out at all, you don't post it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so thankful this isn't
3: live. See, when I first started this, saying about podcast versus radio and, and watch this, this is, this is what I love about podcast, not radio. Fuck!
0: Yeah. Shit! Fuck! Shit! See that won't even <laughs> get cuck, edited cuck.
3: out, you know. I can just I can just
0: say whatever the fuck,
3: you know. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> and not <laughs>
0: only does it get edited out on radio, but like it becomes a big deal. They're like, oh, we're gonna whoa, find whoa. you. We're gonna have to figure. Yeah, people are mad. You can't you say
2: that, man. Like it just ruins the whole vibe. <laughs> you said fuck like twelve times. That's like twelve hundred dollars
3: yeah, right. in fines. Oh yeah.
2: But
1: you can't say cocksucker.
0: Yeah, you can say ass, day, but you not can asshole. Say God, yeah.
3: And you can say damn, but you cannot yes. say goddamn. Those, <laughs> those are the two knew, Those are the two I knew about. I know you
0: can say ass, but not asshole. You That's, can say God, but not goddamn. And you can say boobs, but not tits. What you the fuck? You can't the f-
2: say
3: tits on the titties? radio?
2: Titties? No. But what God. if it was like with a D, like titties? Titties. I don't know. Tiddy, titties.
3: And fitties. Oh. Yeah, spinning titties. We're gonna do the FCC titties. a run for their money.
0: Yeah.
1: Like
0: it's not titties, it's titties. 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 It's right. different, it's doctor. You know, you know. I learned this because it's gonna be a really weird story, or a real quick one though, thankfully, that's painless. painless. <laughs> I got my hair cut by by Pinay woman. Y'all know what Pinay and Pinoy is? No. You're
2: gonna have to educate me on that, that one. It's yeah.
0: Filipinas. Uh, okay. Uh, you- a female, they call the females Pinay, and the males Pinoy. So there's a Pinay woman, Filipino woman, and, like, her accent was, I thought she was Mexican at first (laughs) because of how she looked, (laughs) quite frankly. She had a mask on. I could only see her eyes. And so I was like, but she had a weird accent, you know. I was like, where's that from? She was cutting my hair. She was talking, 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 talking. And eventually when I got comfortable with her, you know, I was like, I was like, you have a very uh, unique accent. And where's, what, where's that come from and she's like oh I'm Filipino and then we start talking about that and she and I, I didn't really get too deep into it but I work with a woman who is also Pinay like she's American but her parents are you know from the Philippines Right. so she can like translate everything for me and I was like yeah her accent was crazy and she said yeah they, they switch their F's and their P's and their T's and their D's so, oh, titties out. would be titties for them. That's, that's <laughs> right what made on. me think of that. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the,
3: the P-9s or whatever. P-9s <laughs> yeah, all the
0: P-9s. p with the
3: titties. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but, uh...
1: I reckon this was a real good time.
2: It
0: I hope was. I'll fun, man. I hope we'll I really do
3: another one. I'm hey, uh, Thanks for letting me uh, show up all drunk and... Yeah. It's a special I'm telling it you, we talked
0: AMS about you for 20 minutes before you yeah. got here. Dude, I, you can't, show I can't
3: wait to listen to this shit, man, because like, I don't know very many podcasters. So I'll just full disclosure. But uh, Chandler here is my favorite podcaster in the existence. And, Thank uh, you. if you check my stats on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever the fuck it is that you stream music on, I also stream music on it as well. Just to listen to Puzzle Man by Seth Jones. This dude right here. I haven't known him very long, but uh, that's my
0: fucking guy. Dude, (laughs) I appreciate that. And listen to the Fuck You album. Yes. I'm going to listen to that. Look,
3: if I'm not listening to the Fuck You album in the next 24 hours, I'm going to suck start a shotgun. (laughs) I remember you telling me a couple months ago that you used to be in a punk rock band,
0: and I've been desperately searching the internet to find that well, shit. Well, look, here's the thing, though. Like, most people that know me as the Puzzle Man guy, the, uh, J-Mo. most people that know me as the Puzzle Man guy, like, I don't want them. The one that has shit in it. Oh, it's fucking empty. It's a like, relevant it bottle. Yeah. Most people that, that know me as Puzzle Man, I don't care if they ever hear fuck you at all. Right. But, like, people like y'all that are, you know, like, Punk rockers and shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Y'all need to listen to it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> y'all, y'all need to know the origins. I can't of, wait to of, listen to it after you leave. A puzzle man, and furthermore, I think I told. I actually let y'all hear a song from the new album.
1: Yeah, that. I felt special. What yeah, the shit, remember, y'all. We're in the car. You're in the car. He's like, hey, y'all like old 97s. Y'all probably like this. I thought you were talking about, like, tonight. (laughs) I
0: was like, what? what? How drunk am I? How drunk am (laughs) I?
3: (laughs) Was I in there? I was so upset. I was like, man, they left me out of this shit. I'd have came up here running. Y'all heard that fucking door bust in (laughs) with my fat ass. Like, what? I want to hear it right now.
0: Yeah, the new album. I don't even. Do you even have a name for the new album yet? Uh, I have an idea. Right on. I'm (laughs) thinking, like, either, like. These, these dreams, because there's a song called These Dreams, or Whiskey Attitude, because there's a song called Whiskey Attitude, and I do have a Whiskey Attitude much of the time. <laughs> Yo, really,
3: until then, until that album gets dropped, drop, uh, listen to Puzzle Man every day of your life. Uh, but whatever the fuck Seth Jones drops next, if you don't stream it, I will be under your bed. Because that dude goes fucking hard. for a bad reason <laughs> yeah. not a good one you need, you need to unfuck your situation if you, yeah <laughs> definitely in a bad way
0: <laughs> but that but that next album y'all heard that one song it sounded really old 97 yeah that shit yeah. there's that like a, tight. there's a real slow transition going on yeah and like i'm trying not to just make the follow up to my country album a fucking Black Flag album. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Listen, yes. that's 100% really fine. Weird. That,
2: that's but, 100% okay. <laughs> but that's okay with us,
0: but yeah. it would derail my career. But I'm trying to slowly, like honestly, I think in, in five years, this is just a complete random ass guess. I think in five years, a Seth Jones album is going to be rockin' country as opposed to country with a little bit of rock. Right. It's going to transition that way. And I'll also have, like, five side projects.
3: Dude, Good, well, man. I personally It'll be wild. love your fucking country music. Dude, because it's not likewise. shitty. It, yeah, it, it's <laughs> so fucking killer, dude. And and I can't wait to hear whatever the fuck the punk records. <laughs> fuck wherever, you.
0: However I find. Can you
1: tell me how to spell that? Yeah.
0: P-H-O-Q-U-E-U-E. Like oh you're waiting God. in line for some pho. I'm so excited. <laughs> Go dude, it's today. it's you know it's it reminds me of of your album, two hundred fifty four days, because no it's got an intro. Tight. It's <laughs> it's a quote. It's an office scene basically. Right on. Like you can tell when I record that album, I didn't give a shit what happened. Right. That's and kinda how I and it really reflects. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, listen to that shit, dude. You'll like it.
1: What was your ideas for the album? Again, what do you the mean? Album
0: name? It was like uh, oh, these dreams or whiskey attitude. I also considered uh, Hell in My Head. Hell in My Head, hell in my head, hopeless, hell in my head, Hopelessness in My Heart, or something like that. Because there's a line in a song that says that. And you know how the old 97s, like their yeah, albums. Too far to care. And yeah, it's like, it's like, why'd they call it this? And you're like, listen to track seven, and then they're like, they say the name of the album. And you're like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs>
3: that's actually in all of them. Now that I think about it, for a second. Great, yeah. Graveyard yeah. yeah. whistling. I listened to Hitchhike to Rome today. Hitchhike to Rome. Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's how they do their shit. Not, I'm considered doing that, but I, I think I'm just gonna go with a fucking one of the songs, the right. <laughs> title track, because in my my theory is, you want you want the first two songs to be, you want. To draw people in, you want there to be a single nowadays, at least, right. and you want there to be a title track, yeah. and you want to spread those throughout the album, so they're like, "Well, I might as well listen to track nine; that's the title track." Like, I want to listen to tra- track five; that's the single. You know, like God, I'm gonna call you before I, I overthink this, this shit. No, because I don't. It's not, I'm not successful, so don't listen to me. <laughs> well, we're we're working on a single right now. <laughs> It'll
3: be all right. We're we're all. You know, me, you, fucking Mathis and Cunningham and Cody fucking,
0: Daniel, Cody
3: Daniel, fucking
0: we're all know. varying degrees of unsuccessful. Yeah, and I'm yeah. proud to say that I'm probably the most successful of um, our yeah, unsuccessful. You are, bunch. you are the leader of the <laughs> unsuccessful. <laughs> I'm, the the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the least shitty success. i I'm the least shitty.
3: Yeah, it's like I remember uh, when when Mathis was like, "Yeah, man, Seth Jones is coming to uh, this show," and it was at Opening Bell over in Dallas. First yeah, that's
0: when him. I met you. Yeah, and
3: he was like, "Yeah, man, Seth Jones is coming," and I was like,
0: "Who in the motherfucker is Seth Jones?" <laughs> let me let me let you in a little bit about myself when I and how bad my memory. I'll have dementia when I'm sixty, and I know I know this because I work with dementia patients all the time. But like I met you, and I'm like, when I shook your hand, I was like. I'm sure I met this motherfucker at some point. And I'm supposed to know him. And he's like, hey, good to see you again. And like, I don't even remember what you said. But like, something in my head told me I've probably met him right. and fucking forgot him. <laughs> yeah, Story it, of my life.
3: Yeah, he, Colton was so excited to introduce me to you. He was like, dude, this is Seth, man. Seth's a bad son of a bitch. And I was like, man, that's cool. I've, I've, never, I've never seen him before. And then we got to bullshitting at that coffee shop. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, fucking playing in front of people, man. Like, going yeah. and doing shows, that shit's like heroin to me. And you were like, man, I just love to write songs and
0: record shit.
3: And I was like, dude, every time I write a song, I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. This is the saddest, <laughs> dumbest shit. I'm such a horrible songwriter. This fucking sucks. Let me
0: tell you my perspective <laughs> from that conversation. In my head, which my head's fucking crazy, by the way. I don't know if y'all knew that. No You'll know more and more as you know <laughs> learn more about me. No one will ever truly know how fucked up my head is. But anyway, when you're saying that, when you're—I remember that you're like, dude, my thing is fucking playing live. Yeah, That's really my mean. shit. Like, right. I've, if I can just play a live show every night, right. and while you're saying that, I was thinking like, I don't give a fuck if I ever play another live show. <laughs> 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 I just want to write songs, man. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. But my mouth was like, hell yeah, dude, that's great. Right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: you were like tight. I really like recording music. And I was like, every time I record music, I'm like, you're such a piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you waste up data on this fucking laptop? We're the, we're the opposite in that <laughs> regard. Exactly. And I, th- I, think, I think that
0: we can have a but dude, beautiful team going right hey, here. Hey, dude, that, it, yeah. ref- it reflects, though. Like, because we we're talking, before you got here, I... We talked about the superhero powers, but like for me, I can't believe
3: that I wasn't here for this entire thing. You'll it sounds it. like you ought to fucking time. You'll hear it.
0: Yes. But look, that we talked about this. Like me, I crave writing. Right? We just right. said that. Yeah. And I've written fucking hundreds of songs. Right. I got so many waiting in the bin. And I'm not gonna use them because I'm gonna write 20 more by the time the next album comes out. Well, fucking send them to me, and then so I'll send you shit. And then like <laughs> awesome. you, I said your superpower is performing. Yeah. And what'd you yes. tell me that night? I just want to play music. Yeah, that's it, like man. it's for, it's what we truly want. Right. And blow and behold, it's what we became fucking great Old at. Garth Brooks Isn't ass that boy. Crazy how that works. <laughs> that's crazy how that works. That shit's fucking like wild, what dude. you really are passionate about, that's what you got good at. They that's how that shit if happens. If we found a
3: fucking middle ground it'd be over. It'd just be fucking over yeah. for the rest of the world. If, if I got a little bit more into recording and you got a little bit more into performing live, dude, it would be fucking dumb. We'd be the shit. Because like, <laughs> I would happily just open for you until I die because your songs go fucking stupid hard. <laughs> and it's like, mine, you know, it's like, all right, this dude's sad, but like, fucking... You write this shit, and it is—it has made me laugh. It has made me fucking cry. It has made me everything. In I can't between. wait for
0: you to listen to "Fuck You" and yeah. go ahead and listen to "Seth Amphetamines" after that, even though that's not as good.
3: I don't give a shit, man. That's well, look, <laughs> "Seth
0: Amphetamines"—we tried to go full band with it, and in my opinion, it backfired. Right. We should have done "Fuck You" part two. Semicolon sethamphetamines
1: yeah, <laughs> We we've recorded with a Wii mic. We ain't scared of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah y'all, y'all
0: y'all y'all've crossed the yeah, real you, the river shit. sticks. If you fucking if you just get really <laughs> bored
3: one day and you type my name into YouTube, you'll find a, it was covering a Lucero song and it says E Mix at the end. There was literally a fucking Wii like nintendo wii rock band mike held right at my tip between my guitar and my mouth <laughs> and it was just ethan sitting there holding it and i sang this song <laughs> and then afterwards he went in doing whatever it is that ethan does when nobody else is around and he put
0: strings and all this shit to it and he was like this is fucking tight man <laughs> well i'm never gonna get that bored no, <laughs> I, I I don't blame you. I waited thirty seconds to deliver that line. He God. just kept talking. I'm like, Don't forget the line, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta beat it into your own head. <laughs> don't listen to what he says, just keep thinking yeah. about the line. I should have just switched it up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Started telling a different story yeah. and asking me questions about it. Did you hear what I just said? Here's Repeat a, it. I've never
3: been that bored. <laughs> <laughs> You should
0: read the Bible. I've never been there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> he tricked me. Damn
3: it. Now none of the evangelists are going to listen to
0: my record. <laughs> uh, well, Tookie,
1: you mind wrapping it up? I sure do, man. Seth, That's thank you so sense.
2: much thank for being all today. This was awesome. It was awesome having you on. I really do. I had a fun time. I hope you did, too.
0: Yeah, I did. It was fun
2: having everyone else on. The buddies always are Always welcome on, and now you're always welcome anytime Absolutely. you like. Hit me up on Twitter. I don't like. I don't think I've added you on there. I think your wife added me on Facebook. We were kind of chatting back and forth in the comments for the Zach's live thing last night.
0: I'm at Seth Jones Band on Instagram and Twitter, and then Facebook. People can just look up Seth Jones Band. It's kind of confusing because I'm just Seth Jones, but like social media, it's Seth Jones Band because, like I said earlier. There's a hockey player named Seth Jones. Fucking he's like player, 80 times shit. more famous than me. <laughs> you ever seen
3: that fucking comedian, Chris Porter? I've heard of him. He, uh, he's got a real. He's funny as hell, but he was talking about uh, other people named Chris Porter. And he said, if you Google my name, I might not be the first one <laughs> that pops up. He said, there's an NBA player named Chris Porter and there's some obvious differences there. It won't be too hard to uh, decipher that that's not me. But there's another guy named Chris Porter who's a porn star of the homosexual variety. <laughs> and that's not his God-given name. That's his guy-fucking name. And so now anytime somebody's like, Google my name, but Google this, because it not, might not be me, that's the first thing I think about. It's just yeah. Like, yeah, that's his guy fucking name. <laughs> that's exact.
0: I know what he's. Talk- I did the same thing earlier. I said Seth Jones, Puzzle Man. Puzzle Man. Dude, yeah. you
3: know how butt hurt I got when I get when I put my own name into iTunes and I was the fourth person on there. Oh but the no, only one no. named Zach Welch. There's like wow. You there, can't even type your name and dude, get you at the top. There's a dude named Zach, and then there's a dude named uh, whose last name is Welch. And they both come up before both of you. them have two albums, despite <laughs> the here.
0: fact that you typed in your exact name my and exact no one else name. had that exact yeah. name, they yeah. still put your ass yeah. for it.
3: If you want to find me, you have to type in Zach Wells 254 days. <laughs> can, yeah, I'm going through you, the you, same you shit. You just got to give it time, yeah, just like yeah. YouTube. Remember, that's one of my goals Confused. to be
0: the first person that pops up when you type yeah. in Seth Jones. Dude,
3: I, uh, my one of my songs on YouTube, if you look it up, is the first one that pops up if you type in my name. But then it's, like, four videos of wrestling highlights from 2009.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for playing for us tonight. Thank you for stopping by, Zach. Absolutely. Make a little guest appearance. And thank you for giving this shit structure, Ethan, oh, as hey. always. Still
3: stream Puzzle Man by Seth Jones on all your streaming platforms. Yeah. Yes,
2: stream check it. out at Zach Welch Music on Twitter. All the aforementioned ads on Instagram. It's uh, Seth Jones Band on Twitter and Instagram. Correct, yep. and on on Facebook as well. Probably or just, just Seth Jones. <laughs> so type in Seth Jones. Not scroll the porn past the hockey
0: player and find the dude with the guitar. Not the hockey guy. Okay, not the just porn add guy. <laughs> <laughs> hundred one productions. productions
2: and at Ethan Whitaker uh, ninety
1: ninety eight. Yeah, Ethan Whitaker ninety eight and the three hundred one on productions Twitter. Twitter is currently down right now because I oh, tried to put fuck. the birth date of the actual like company, and they are like, you, you can't be up. three years old on <laughs> Twitter, and I was like, oh, no. sorry. No,
3: you should not be three years old on Twitter, <laughs> 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 especially when me and no. Seth are out here posting
2: shit. <laughs> not with the shit that's on Twitter nowadays. Also, check out the YouTube channels of uh, 301 Productions and the very own Chain Man Show YouTube. Uh, does Zach, d- did you ever get your YouTube channel, you still on
1: 301?
3: I'll be completely honest with you, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Zach has his own YouTube channel, he's just... Fucking drunk right now. Zach, Zach, Zach Welch on YouTube. Right Zach Welch Music. Zach YouTube. Music. And then Heard check him out verse. on Spotify and iTunes. Damn it. Yeah.
3: 254 days. But this podcast isn't about me. Stream Puzzle Man. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's been a wild ride.
2: It's been awesome having you all on. Give yourselves a round of applause. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. <Yeah.
3: Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> all right. Discussion. Until next time,
2: guys. See you later. See you Rock later. later on.
3: And Zach say what you gotta say. Uh fucking support your local businesses and murder your local pedophiles. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Any final words for us, Seth?
0: No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sing us one more song before you go.
0: Woo! I'll try.
3: Alright. This dude goes hard. I try to listen to him sing as often as possible.
0: I'll play till I fuck up. How about that? That's fine. Most of the time, when I think of my life, I just think of you throwing me around. You gave me the world, and for such a small girl, I had no problem tearing it down. Once again, I look to you, but this time I don't see a view. That indicates a love forevermore clarity to understand. Sound off on my command. I'm leaving all this pain that I can't afford. I can't believe that I did this to me. My naivety left me so blind. I trusted you, thought you knew what to do When you encountered the fragile kind Next time you call on me you wait patiently For that crutch you wear so well It'll be you and your lonely, lonely self It'll be you and your lonely, lonely self you lost calculating the cost drives you mad as i'm driving away you think to beg and plead but your stubbornness indeed lies like i wish that i could stay it won't be too long till you sing a different song with a bridge that is burned and torn apart Stubborn as you are, you can't hide that awful scar that you left when you drove away my broken heart. I can't believe that I did this to me. My naivety left me so blind. I trusted you, thought you knew what to do when you encountered the fragile kind. Next time you call on me, you wait patiently for that crutch you wear so well it'll be you and your lonely lonely self it'll be you and your lonely
2: Thank you so much, very much.
1: Thank you for coming on the Chan Man show. Chan Man, uh, lead us out.
2: All right, guys, that's it for tonight. Thank you so much to everyone else. Give give yourselves a big round of applause, everyone that's been on the show. Until next time, guys, rock on. Woo!